white satin, white satin. Poor child in me. Coming to you from somewhere along the Ohio-West Virginia border, welcome to Nostalgia Highway, the movies you know from the guys you don't. We thank you so much for hitching a ride along with us today. I'm your host, the Mayor, Matt Logston, and with me as always are my two esteemed co-hosts. I'm Dave King of the Red, and I am the Lord Petrum. We finally made it. Happy Halloween, hitchhikers! Welcome once again as we continue to celebrate This is Halloween Month here on the highway where we are reviewing all 11 installments of the Halloween franchise in six weekly episodes for the month of October. A couple days ago, this past Tuesday, the 29th, with episode 24, we covered the Rob Zombie entries into the Halloween franchise, Halloween from 2007 and Halloween 2 from 2009. And we're finally finishing up today on Halloween with the latest entry into the series, Halloween from 2018 with a franchise recap for episode 25. I have prayed every night that he would escape. Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. The bus crashed. Michael Myers escaped. He'll return to Haddonfield, his home. I need to protect my family. You have no security system, Karen. Mom, you need help. Evil is real. He is a killer, but he will be killed tonight. Happy Halloween, Michael. We are now 40 years into the future from where we began, and still we have no closure to the Laurie Strode-Michael Myers saga. But tonight the winds of change are upon us. Debuting October 18, 2018, Halloween returns to its roots for a new take on the Strode-Myers showdown. Will he slip through her fingers, or will we see them both go down in a blaze of glory? And this is where it begins. Again. Again. Well said. So, I want to ask you guys, when you first heard that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, who are most, mostly famous for comedies, but there were some dramatic takings on that they've, uh, that they've done, when they were writing this new installment, how, insert adjective here, were you when you heard this news? I was 100% on board, actually. Okay. I, I, I was really excited. Once I heard Jamie was coming back... Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back to play Laura Schrode. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a fan of their work. You know? Yeah, me too. I love Pineapple Express and um, what's that one? That D&D movie. It's, it's kind of... Your Highness. Yeah, Your Highness. <laughs> that one's yeah. a little far-fetched for it's people. Silly, but I but find funny. there's... I don't know. It's I, I appreciate that movie. <laughs> it has its merits. <laughs> it's some cute moments. It does. Yep. What about you, King? Um... On initial reaction, I 
I gotta say I was skeptical yeah. because you know I had to you know whisper to you guys about it a minute you know like you guys sure about this <laughs> I mean right. I, I like these guys I do I'm on the same same boat but uh, you know I, I had concerns sure okay and I think that's where a lot of Halloween fans I think where they kind of lied they were kind of like you're bringing in comedy guys for this. You know, it's a cautiously optimistic view for me. That's what that's what's best I can put it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm with you, Lord. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm totally down for this. Like, yeah. I'm okay with this. And kind of like how you started her talking about with Jamie Lee coming back, John Carpenter coming back, producing, and Nick Castle, you know, you know scoring it. Nick Castle is going to be involved in some way. And upon the announcement of this, we get a, a tweet or something from Danny McBride that says. There won't be anything funny about this Halloween, like quote unquote. Right. Just you know, Split let you know right now. Rest right here on that. So that honestly eased my mind almost immediately. Coming from him, I was like, okay. Did you do any sort of like secret cameo in the background, or you're just walking by? I did. I did not. I I, I, I withheld that. <laughs> I thought it, I was putting myself in the mindset of a Halloween fan. I'm like, I ain't gonna want to see that motherfucker. In this <laughs> And, that's, and I don't feel like that's not to say that there wouldn't be some comedic moments. Sure. In, oh, they implanted. try. Yeah, they do. And I feel like there's times I feel like they maybe try a little too hard. Yeah. Uh, but some of it, I felt it was Speaking well placed. Which, spoiler. Going forward. I got two spoilers for you. We got spoilers ahead, and we got peanut butter on the penis. That's right. Ahead. There we it's go. coming up. Yeah. It I is. don't know. That, that's a completely It's my two alerts for the night. Yeah, it's yeah. I, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. But no, I I was really excited. Uh, I I don't think I was. I haven't been more excited for a Halloween sequel since when Rob Zombie announced that he was going to do his hmm. retelling of his remake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was chomping at the bit for this thing. Were you more excited for this one or Zombies? Oh, this one. Okay. Yeah. Without yeah. doubt, no doubt true. at all. You yeah. got Jamie Lee Curtis coming back and yeah. Joan Carpenter right. attached. Absolutely, those two things are clutch. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Which this brings me to my next question. So obviously, this installment this takes off on another tangent off of the original from '78, and this one totally scraps everything from Halloween Two from '81 all the way up to Resurrection in '02. I love it. You love you oh. love this idea. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, what else can you do with that kind of with that you know premise of the story? Yeah. You know, you can only flip it so many ways. If you'd have said anybody else in the world was doing it besides this production group, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been as optimistic. But yeah, yeah. again, cautiously optimistic is where I lie with that. But I am with you again on this, Lord. I was. A-okay with it. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. I Again, I've said already before, I like the Choose Your Own Adventure Halloween mm. franchise. I, mm. I do. It's We've all kind of touched on it. You know, it's like, well, what do I feel like today? Do I want to do a little Jamie Lloyd? Do I want to do, you know, some Dr. Jan, Dan Chalice? Yeah, you know, yeah. what do I want to do today? How do I feel? You know? This is a movie where it made that okay, I think, for people to... Accept this choose your own adventure route because before it was kind of like a burden. So many different ways well, it kind it. of felt yeah. like a burden before, you know, to choose your own adventure. And now it's kind of like this movie has given a, a fresh light. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. enjoy it. 
But did you know that uh, we actually have Jake Gyllenhaal to thank for this movie happening because he was the one that convinced Jamie Lee Curtis to reprise her role as Laurie Strode. And uh, I guess Gyllenhaal, he's a family friend of Jamie Lee's, and I guess he's his, her unofficial godson. Oh, yeah? As right she on, puts cool. it. So, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah, that movie's great. I should do that movie one day. Yeah. That'd be a good Maybe. one. Yeah. I like that one where he's a spy. Uh, Nightcrawler. Night he's like Crawler, a private investigator. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. You should see that. I've heard it was good, Ooh, though. Yeah. Okay. Dark. Cool. Not dark or dark. But it's just an edgy, <laughs> like, you know, gritty, grimy, right. sleazy, dark. Okay. It's, it's good. He's a creep. So, talk about the movie. We're going to get right in here. So, like, I love this open. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I, you know, when we first went to go watch this movie, you know, I, I had my predictions on how it was going to begin. Right. And I thought we were going to get a flashback scene from 78. Yeah. And it'd been, you know, that way give us some kind of answers to, you know, what happened that night and everything. I think I still think it'd have been cool if they would have had like Michael Myers shot the shit and he's just like staggering in the street or something. And then all of a sudden the cops will surround him yeah. and stuff. And then he just like collapses. Well, they did shoot a re uh, try at that for this, didn't they? Well, I think we might from some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that's been leaked for, this for news, Halloween yeah. Tales, we might actually Spoil- get that. Extra spoilers, guys. Yeah. You know, so yeah. That could be happening. But, you know, I thought that that would happen in this movie, you know? Yeah. So, how they explained, you know, the, how, you know, how everything happened from point A to point B, it, I don't know. It seemed rushed and everything, but I know they got to get it out of the way. But I really think that that would have helped with the you know the continuity of it all. You know that would really kind of like you know paying an homage to part two. You know with how tight and you know continuity that was. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been cool because you wouldn't have had to have Pleasance. You know. Right. You could have had like an overshot. You know of him, and then like you see like um, you know Donald Pleasance just running up somebody or somebody playing him yeah. just run up real quick. Right. And he's just staring at, like, Michael that's on the ground and shit. You know, you get, like, the, the view pans out and shit. Yeah. You Plus, you wouldn't have to get a voiceover actor to, to no. redo. I shot him six times, no. you know. All you have could you, replay that audio with a, you know, a little bit of a flanger on it sound like he's in a distance, you know. Yeah, I want it. But that'd be a cool little... You don't even have to have his no. voice, you know, well, really. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to, but I'm right. saying... I agree. I would, I would be cool with it if they would use his original voice from, like, I shot, a, shot him six times, you know. In the distance, you're you're doing that aerial shot. You're talking about backing right. away from the scene, right? And he runs. He's yelling the at the cops like, "I shot him six times." Yeah, that would have been a cool. That would have been a cool introduction. He's not dead. <laughs> no, I I hear you. I that would have been cool. That would have been badass. And it kind of makes me hopeful that we might see this in the new movie. Yeah. So, what about you? What about what do you got, King? I mean, it it, it leads me into okay, what's next? You know. Yeah. They're trying to get him to speak and Okay, that's that's a new, you know, new twist we haven't explored. <laughs> and this doctor seems like cool with letting them taunt him. Yeah. So Which I thought immediately when we were in the theater and we were watching this, I was like 
So I'm that's not weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. Red flags are flying. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, this whole theory of him having that mask, he borrowed it from uh, the governor? The friend of the, uh, at the attendant, yeah. attorney general's yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's pretty flimsy. And yeah. I let it go, but... Mm. I'm okay with it. I... I like I said I, I like this open you know and we get introduced to the podcasters Aaron da- and Dana played by Jefferson Hall and Rianne Rees Dr. Lambert Sartain played by Halleck Billinger boo yeah new. we'll circle back to his character not mine not my new Lewis yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm firm on that yeah firm no doubt but uh, we find out that Michael Myers has been incarcerated at Smith's Grove since that Halloween night in 78. And Sartain was a student of Loomis's and kind of just took over things. Uh, Loomis has since passed away. We can figure out that Michael can speak. He just chooses not to. And he is very aware. And podcaster Aaron can't tie his shoes for shit. No. The uh, favor that is called in at the Attorney General's office from Aaron to get the Shatner mask for a meet and greet uh, pretty much incites a massive hissy fit by all the other weirdo inmates. Which is crazy. But it's cool. Yeah, yeah. but if I was a guard there, I'd be like, shut this shit down now. Start bringing out the rubber bullets. Yeah, dude. (laughs) But no, it's intense. Yeah, it builds to an uncomfortability. Yeah. Just uncomfortable. No, I I say well done, David Gordon Green. I like that scene. That was a solid open. And then... It you chops know. right to the pumpkin. Yeah, so... I what, mean, with him yelling, no, say something, you know, and who allows that shit in a hospital? <laughs> Dr. Lambert Sartain. Dr. Yeah, Dr. Sartain. All right. He's a wild yeah, card. He is a wild card. Most occupations in this village run a pretty loose ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They don't like to play it by the rules all uh, the way. But It is pretty creepy how they have him chained up, you know, yeah. to a block and in the middle of a square. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I like that. I like it's the great. Setting. The way they the shot it from really aerial. Cool. Like, yeah. nah, it's, I, I love it. But we cut to the uh, kind of a remix that they pull with the title sequence. With the C- Now, here's the thing. I To me, that looks like it's CGI. The pumpkin in the title sequence. On the big screen, I can see it better. But, but I've read where they said they actually filmed... Over a long period of time, yeah. a pumpkin that decayed. Yeah. Time lapse. Now, I, I don't know. What what do you... Th- I mean, did you think that looked like a real pumpkin? Just what, kind of what did they say? That they it was real? They said it. I've read it was. I'm not saying that it is, but I've read conflicting things to me when I first saw it. Like, oh, it's CGI, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I really like what you're doing here. They sold me on it. No, oh, no, I so, liked it. You know... Well, the inside of the pumpkin, if this were to be believed, you know, would be turning black before uh, the outside was, you know, yeah. decaying, and that, that bright yellow glow inside it wouldn't be, wouldn't look the maybe same. Maybe they touched up that. Well, maybe, maybe maybe all the inside the pumpkin stuff is, right. you know. No, it was a really cool shot, though. Green screen. I was like, okay, all right, you can do this. Yeah. It gave me chills, like, dude, it, it gave me, like, tears, chills. Because like, it brings back, you know, part one and part two, to be honest, you know. Yeah, sure. Now, you get the classic pumpkin yeah, intro, yeah, it, you know. No, when I saw that, I was like, these fucking guys get it. It's yeah. like you see your inner child swelling yes. and growing oh, back into Yes, I was just like, oh, this is form. so good. Yes. They're like, yeah. oh, I love this. Yeah. 
I'm trying over there to like to just be total chill, but I'm like get back to the roots. This is it all. amazing. Yeah. This is great. No, I I I I loved it. I thought it was really good, but I I say it's CGI. That's me. Hmm. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts on how we are introduced to this version of Laurie Strode when Aaron and Dana pretty much just bribe their way into her compound with $3,000? And do you like her look? I do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the best look we've got since 1 and 2. Okay, I mean, cool. 78-81. But do you like how we're introduced to Laurie? I mean, do you like how this is all set up? How she's sure. on lockdown all the time and stuff and everything like that? Yeah. Oh, she's kind of Luke Skywalker on his own island. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, no, I don't have a problem with it. You know, Jamie Lee has always been a big advocate, you know, for mental illness and PTSD and all that stuff. Right. This is just a different version that she's portraying. You know, she's already done the drunk kind of whiny, you know, I can't, you know, going into hiding kind of character. Right. Where she is just now a... Just a survivalist, you know, right. pretty much. Well, you know? I mean, it is implied, and we do see her drink in this. I mean, so she's she's definitely tipped right. up the bottle before. Yeah, but she's she's not, you know, a pushover. Right, anymore, and she's not bitchy you know? right. in this one, yeah. like I've said. Like, she wasn't H2O for me. I buy into this transition better than I did the H2O transition. Yeah, I agree. Me too. Yeah. I Well, when we already talked about this in that H2O episode. Lord, you and I were in the same boat. This is a better, more realistic yeah. portrayal approach, you know, with this version of Laurie Strode, and I, I really have a high and strong appreciation for this performance. Yeah. I really do. I mean, the only way, the only thing I could think of, you know, portraying her, you know, you know other than this, would be like Laurie Strode is like agoraphobic, you know, she just doesn't leave the house and yeah. everything, you know. There's only so many routes you can take. Well, Karen says that she is, but she also said she's a lot of things. She she goes out of bounds. She goes out of the house and everything. So maybe agoraphobic tendencies, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Oh man, I got peanut butter on my penis. Peanut butter on my penis. Peanut butter on my penis. Okay. Peanut butter on my penis. We're introduced to a whole bunch of new characters. We have Allison, played by Andy Matichak. Karen, who is played by Judy Greer, who was, she was a voice in the uh, animated TV show Archer. She was in Jawbreaker, The Village. Uh, she was in Dawn in War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. We have Ray, who's Toby Huss. He was in Down Periscope, Rescue Dawn, Carnival, the HBO show. And he was the voice of Khan, Hank Hill's neighbor on King of the Hill. Hmm. Yeah. And he does a spot-on Frank Sinatra impression as well. Hell yeah. How do you know? I've heard it. On the YouTubes? Yeah. 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 Googles it. Fine, I'll Google it. All right. (laughs) Good. Do that. To the end of a brief episode. One more for the road. Um, do you 
you want to talk about this scene first, or did you want to follow up with the uh, the friends that were introduced to of Allison? I mean, they're just your basic, you know, friends and everything. Yeah, I mean, there's... I mean, she's walking to school and everything. Right, yeah. Those, those friends. Yeah, we get Slacker yeah. Dave, that's Miles Robbins, that's actually Tim and... Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon's kid. Yeah. Uh, we get the sassy Vicky, played by Virginia Gardner, she's cute. And we get this dumbass dick boyfriend, Cameron Elam, uh... Loser. Who is little Lonnie, get your ass away from there, Elam... The kid, uh, that's his kid, played by Dylan Arnold. And Robert Longstreet is going to play an adult Lonnie Elam in Halloween Kills. So that's interesting. Oh, right on. And then we get the unlovable loser, Oscar, played by Drew Scheid, and his little chap lip crusties. Ew. Hey, he can't help it. Yeah, well... You, Some people are just naturally awkward. Well, and that's fine. Don't rub your <laughs> fucking face on my face. Hey, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, not mine. But. but so Allison is Lori's granddaughter. Karen is her daughter. And Ray is... Uh, the son-in-law. son-in-law. Yeah, he's he's a little goofy. He turned me on All the quick. men in this movie are goofy. He, per, for the most part. Yeah, there's, there's one, I think, in particular yeah. that I feel doesn't fit this. But I think that's intentional. And that's Hawkins. Right, right. So, but I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel it is pretty clear that all secondary male characters in this movie are just unlikable. Yeah. Unlikable and fodder. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. I didn't think Hawkins was going to be fodder. No. Yeah. I I was disappointed there. Like, I was just like, damn it. I felt a little cheated. I felt a little cheated. We'll get to that. It's the, it's the, um context of how it's it how, happened. Yeah, it's how, exactly. It exactly. Me, you know, and who did it? And I don't yeah, like it. But no, yeah, and honestly, we'll get to that shit here yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, good, point, good point. Good point. But Lucy Hale and Emma Roberts, uh, they met with Danny McBride for uh, the role of Allison, but the studio kind of chimed in and they said they wanted an unknown cast member for the part, kind of, you know, with what they did with the original Halloween. Right. Good call. We end up revisiting the whole Lori in the classroom bit from 78 again, this time with granddaughter Allison, but instead of Michael Myers standing outside watching, it's Lori. Hmm. And we kind of revisit this. We we kind of revisit this trend in future. No, no, I'm talking about what I'm where Lori is taking the place of Michael. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And this is the first time that we do that, and I I like that. I think that's that's it's cool. I'm not gonna say it's like super clever, but it's, it's cool. And we haven't seen foreshadowing. That. You know, it possibly. caught me off guard. It wasn't like a one of these you know heavy handed Easter eggs that we talked about before. Yeah, this is one of those. It's like oh that's cool. They they did a nice. They know, did, but they I didn't see what you did there. It just right? goes to show, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it is coincidence that she's just outside of the school and everything. But, it knows you know, exactly where what classroom right, she's in. You know, it, it that is. Well, I don't know. I mean, I could see this version of Laurie Strode knowing exactly, even though she may not be in direct contact, she might know exactly where she is. Like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's it's a stretch, but maybe right. It just goes to show, you know, she's so involved with Michael Myers' life still. You know, oh, it's, she's obsessed. Her, it's it's definitely affecting her life. I mean, she's kind of turned into Loomis in this movie. Kind of, yeah. You know? 
which is interesting. But during this scene, we get the voice of the teacher, and I'm pretty sure you guys know exactly who this is. I mean, I don't feel mm -hmm. like this is news to us, but it's uh, PJ Souls, yeah. who played Linda in the original. That was pretty cool. I like that. And uh, didn't know that. Went salt in the theater. Never picked up on it. Well, but then you see in her really credits, and you're like, did they show a teacher? A no, no they're, they're, it, was just, yeah, it was just audio. Yeah. But when I saw her name, I'm like, what the fuck? How awesome. did I miss that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? We're introduced to badass Lori back at her compound. She's taking target practice on mannequins. She's cleaning guns. And we end up getting scenes of Aaron and Dana doing some work at a hotel with a much better Loomis voiceover than what we got in H2O. Yes. Stating some pretty intense feelings about Michael Myers. Uh... And then you get scenes of Michael being escorted to the transportation bus at Smith's Grove uh, to be transferred. And we end up figuring out that Lori is sitting outside of Smith's Grove uh, contemplating doing something pretty drastic. She's packing and she's drinking. You know, um, so. I love, I, I love this scene. I love this whole scene from the time she starts where she's doing a target practice all the way up until right. that moment where she starts screaming. King, I know your vote for the best track on this soundtrack that we have from Carpenter. Oh, you're damn right. But there is something powerful and so emotionally driven about this track. I think it's called Prison Montage. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I mean, for me, you can feel... Lori's heartbreak, you know, her sorrow, the torment during this scene. This is the right and proper way to show me an absolutely broken and beaten down Lori Strode right. after all these years since that Halloween night in 78. Yeah, better than just, you know, hiding out in a school and drinking all the time and super right. depressed and all that shit. I love know? this yeah. scene. It's, it's powerful. I feel like it's effective. I don't think it's as uh, earth-shattering for me as it is for you, evidently, but I mean, it's... Yeah. Effective. There's no doubt about that. And then right as she's screaming, you can kind of see in the background, there's a shape yeah. coming towards her, and then she ends up referencing that very same... Yeah, it's... I, I love it. I love this scene. Before we get past it, uh, the, yep. uh, the Loomis voiceover, uh, for me, boy, when they're, when they're doing a voiceover of Loomis, I got my ear tuned up to fine detail. Oh, yeah. And I, I got, like, a little bit more of, like, an Alec Guinness vibe than I did a Donald Pleasant vibe. Do we vibe know who did it? Um, I, I, I did. I didn't take okay. notes on that. But right on. It was better than the, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, just. No. But, yeah. You could tell there were moments where it was kind of like, you could tell, like, it was a little off, maybe. But then there were some yeah. where it was like, damn, that's pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, with H2O, like, that's, it's garbage. Right. I give it a thumb up with an asterisk. I mean, it's, it's pretty close. It's pretty <laughs> I close. hear you. I hear you. But uh, Karen's kind of a bitch in the dinner scene uh, okay. to Lori. I mean, I do acknowledge that Lori, you know, she kind of encroached by just grabbing the wine glass and just helping herself. <laughs> well, obviously she's not supposed to be drinking. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> She's got a problem. Uh, yeah, she she she's, she's got issues. Look. Yeah, <laughs> um, but again, even in that scene, you you feel that heartbreak again, where she's just breaking down and she's saying like, "I tried and I can't." And 
I, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's a powerful moment, you know, because you know, at this point, Michael Myers is not locked up. You know, he's in on, he's on a bus, right, and everything. According to her, you know, what she, what she knows and everything, right. Um, but he's not secured, which is definitely, you know, increasing her anxiety to Weighing to the max. Sure, know. sure. <clears throat> We end up getting some flashback scenes when Karen is talking to Allison in the parking lot. I'm kind of hoping with the next two movies we get something that kind of, I don't, I don't want to say explains, but makes that fit in better. Because for whatever reason, I thought that little scene was out of place. It was. And yeah, it's it forcing the narrative, you know. Like, obviously, that that's going to play later, you know. Right. And that's what I'm kind of... There's there's certain things about this movie when I first saw it I was like I don't know what's going on but then when they said they're doing two more movies I'm thinking okay my hope is this will be further explained opened up in the next two movies and this is one of those scenes for me I don't think she can her as a character can't go back to how she was pre the ending you know you know what I'm saying yeah of 2018, because she's already revealed herself. You know, she can take care of herself, and she is kind of a badass if she wants to be. I hope she doesn't revert back to, you know, just domesticated mom and everything. Lumpy, played by <laughs> Vince Mattis. He uh, he was actually young Nikki Six in the Motley Crue biopic The Dirt, uh, who's missing dance class because Dad, who is way too old to be his dad, I think, wants to go hunting, and ends up shooting Doctor Sartain. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, in a wild twist of events. Uh, I guess the kid is actually, in real life, he's a very accomplished hip-hop dancer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Congratulations. Good this job, is, uh, Yeah. <laughs> this is where Michael Myers, you know, takes a step towards... We see a side. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah. I didn't know if it was going to go there anymore. Or, you know, I thought it, they had already pretty much declared, but no... It sets he the, went there. Gordon it sets Green the stage right there that, no, the ante a little that bit. nobody's safe. It, it definitely puts that in your mind that nobody's safe. Right. Well, adolescence now, you know. Right. I mean, because like I think fourteen the, or so. I'd I say. mean, I'm gonna say to date. I mean, this is his youngest, youngest victim. Kill, yeah? I figure. Yeah. I, I think that's so. what I believe. Yeah. No, but you know, at this scene is is badass. I oh, love yeah. how you know they're just driving. And all of a sudden, you know, there's a bunch of crazies right. out there just on the street. You know. Yeah. It's well, reminiscent. Out in the of nowhere, which is reminiscent to yeah, you know, the part original. one and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's fantastic. You know, I got a really cool shiver in my face. Like, yeah. Oh boy. It's you like, know? Oh, I, was, I was hoping he would be in the mix of it all, you know, like. Um, Just trying to be incognito. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. That would have been pretty sweet. But yeah, Dr. Sartain is injured. Yeah, let's pop out like, don't shoot! You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. The bus crashed. I'm a big fan of Will Patton. Uh, oh, he yeah. was in Armageddon, Remember the Titans, Gone in 60 Seconds, The Punisher, countless other things I'm forgetting right now. Shame on me. But he plays Hawkins. He's kind of our bracket here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even though he's really not the sheriff. Uh, of course, I connected with his character, and when I heard that he was cast in this, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. This is a legit movie, you know. 
No, I I I, yeah, really I like, like I enjoy his role in this movie. Yeah, yeah I do he too. He don't play. I don't think it's his best uh, acting role. No, it's no, not. but I do I do like it. I, I I like him. He's a good actor. He's one of those guys that just like you, when you see the credits of a movie yeah. and you're like he oh okay we're in good hands here. Yeah, and him and Jamie Lee have pretty good chemistry. Yeah, it's brief, set. but it's, it's brief, but yeah, it's it's funny. It's believable. Yeah. So does this chick working at the cemetery really not know who or why Judith Myers' headstone is so relevant in Haddonfield in Illinois? I mean, does she really not know? Eh, maybe the legends have died down a little bit. I mean, it's been, been a minute. Well, 40 years now. Okay, but something like that, I don't know. I mean... Uh, yeah, I, it's highly unlikely. Maybe she just transferred. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. She just moved from Langdon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But during Aaron's monologue at Judas Headstone recounting what happened when Michael killed Judith when he was six years old, we get flashbacks of the scene in the original from 78. Do you guys like this? Because, again, this is another scene where I felt like okay, I'm okay with it because it's something we're familiar with and it fits right in, but it's the only time we do this, and I'm wondering, are we going to do this in Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends? It, seem, it seems to be that way. I um, hope so. Maybe they were just testing the waters with it in this one. Dipping her toes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you like it? Are you okay with it? Yeah, because like he, what he describes what happens and what actually we get to see you know, from the original doesn't really match up. You know what I mean? Right. He, which I don't know. No, I I didn't mind it. Is is not a necessary thing for me, but okay. I'm just I'm kind of neutral on it. But I mentioned that Hawkins is not the sheriff. It's actually uh, played by Omar Dorsey. He's Sheriff Barker. I don't like him, mm-hmm. and I don't like his cowboy hat. Yeah, no, it's cowboy hat. He might be my vote for least favorite character. And there's plenty to choose from in this movie. He reminded me of, like, Creighton Duke. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep. Oh. That's, why, that's why I felt like, you know, when I watched it, I was like, when my I first watched it. You know, initial impression like, for me, too. It's like a fucking Did either of Jason Gets a Hell homage or yep. some shit. I don't know. It's weird. Did either of you see the remake of The Town of Dreaded Sundown? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the remake. You've seen uh, it. Okay. Uh, the Anthony Anderson character who comes in, he's got he's wearing a cowboy hat, too. And I'm just kind of like, what are you doing? It's just kind of yeah. silly. I don't know. It's like it's. I don't know. To me, it's just over the top. Especially in Illinois. Yeah, like what? You know, I mean, that's kind of. What, yeah. It's an out place state to be wearing a cowboy. It was an. Eye, it was an eye roller for me. I I agree, <laughs> and then his like, his, his quips and stuff about like yeah. Michael Myers running around with a bunch of crazies. Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Cancel Halloween? I'm like, come on, yeah, man. I I, I I didn't like that. But and I really hate it even more because he's gonna be in Halloween Kills. So uh, we get more Sheriff Parker. Uh, I hope he gets it in this one. Another scene sequence that I really like. I love this whole gas station sequence that we do here. Uh, all of it. It is top-notch stuff. There's so much happening in the background the whole time. Stuff that you didn't pick up on the first couple times, but yeah. when you do, it's like. Oh, that is so cool! I just I love it. I would like to see how the um, the attendants gotten killed. To be honest, instead of just they're dead. Well, the one you kind of get to see. I mean, I you get the impression he was bludgeoned. 
Right. That was out in the garage, and the other one, I don't know. I mean, did he just like rip his jaw? And no, I wanted to see pull it. His teeth I hear it. Like a freaking curb stomp kind of thing. Yeah, right there on the yeah. Countertop. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. It was that's, an awkward that's the teeth thing. we got, isn't it? I, I would say so. Yeah. yeah, and that's everything. That teeth drop that is epic. Yeah. But this is one of those scenes. I mean, because uh, I think we can all agree that the trailers showed too Seeming. fucking much. Yeah, yeah, but man, they're trying to appeal to an, a brand new audience, you know, kind of uh, like how, you know, H20 was, you know, right. H2O, how they were, it, it was really 90s and everything, and they're just trying to appeal to a new market. I Here, agree. you know, everything, it, this, this day and age is more about, you know, the more you know, you know, people want spoilers and stuff, it seems like, so. Oh, that just blows the my internet, behind that. Because the internet's, you know. I know. It is what it is, you know. You know, you know details about movies and stuff if you, before if you really want out, yeah. before it comes out right absolutely I mean I found out more about this movie in hindsight right. way more than I wanted to know well, and, and obviously I'm to, you're doing it with how, well no I'm not I'm doing it way less right I'm doing it way less with this one and with yeah. the next one because of the oversaturation that I allowed the I mean I had no filter alright right. I fucking so gobbled up funny. every fucking little nugget I could get <laughs> so but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, abstain here with uh, the next two injuries, and uh, I can actually confirm that Rianne Rees really did hit her head on the toilet when she's trying to get away from Michael. I got That's to right. ask her that question at the Halloween 18 panel at Horrorhound. Um, got to meet her and um, Jefferson Hall and James Jude Courtney. Um, awesome, really cool experience. Yeah, cool guys. We, all of, yeah. I mean, and she was really cool too. Um, and that's something we haven't even really discussed yet. Um, but let's. What are your guys' thoughts on James Jude Courtney, his performance as Michael Myers, and what are your guys' thoughts on the mask? We know that we're getting the the right mask from the trailers. I mean, it's it's right. it's got the right. It looks right. Original look, yeah. It's just you know again we've got a weathered mask. That's weathered now for forty years, <laughs> and I I know how masks weather, and I'm like, ah, that's uh, okay. We're gonna, have, you know, just giving it a pass at this point. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm not gonna go back over that. But uh, Courtney's fine as Myers. I mean, I I could see him as Michael Myers from the original. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get as it doesn't get any closer to the original portrayal. You know. With, uh, with Nick Nick, Nick yeah. Castle and everything, you know they are so close in height and everything at yeah. the time, um, and it helps that you know Nick was here for this movie you know, right. to give him some pointers and you know some how tos. Yeah, you know, and I guess he is all the, the how to guide. You know, right? To do yeah, it, you know, if you're gonna do he's it right. the originator, and he actually did. I guess from what I understand, all the breathing. Oh yeah, yeah. He right did on. all the breathing that we hear. Nick Castle did. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good deal. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. No, I I love that. Uh, for me, I mean, I I I I'm with you. He did a great job here, and I I even told the man himself. I said, "There's Nick Castle and you, and then there's everybody else." <laughs> and well. I stand by that today. Yeah. Uh, he, I, t- I told him also. I said, "You made Michael Myers scary again." Fucking kiss well, ass. We definitely know you're one and two then. For yeah, your, you're a uh, kiss ass. 
I wouldn't have told him that. For your Michael Myers. I've been like, yeah, man. He's all right. He's pretty good. You know Dick Warlock. Yeah. You're all right. Could have gone more robots. I don't know why you didn't. We'll find out how I feel in this and that top ten here a little bit. Oh, yeah. But this gas station is almost an exact replica from the gas station that we get to see in Halloween 4. Yes. The return of Michael Myers in 88. Even the, the, where you get the ice out front, like it's yeah. right. I mean, they they paid attention. There's a lot of callbacks in this scene. There whether are you wanna, so many. Whether you want to credit the H2O bathroom scene or even the uh, Big Joe Grizzly bathroom scene from Rob Zombies, those were both uh, given appreciation in this scene. Whether whether you want to so call guys, it or not. No, I I agree with you, but. When we were discussing that, I I have now understood that I mistook you for just... You were just trying to make the connection. I thought you were trying to say as far as being good is quality. Oh, no, I, that's no. where I was leading on to. Yeah. No, no. Give me your rankings. And, What's your favorite to... Wor- or worst to favorite bathroom scenes? Oh, this is the best. Yep. Big Joe Grizzly is two, and then yep. H2O is the last. We're yeah, the same. We're in the greens. Okay. okay. We're yeah. good. And that's that's a pretty I mean. easy call on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is awesome. The 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 score we get, it is just it's intense. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is brutal. Did you see the thorn uh, etched in the wall of the bathroom <laughs> stall? I heard about that. Oh, I heard I found about it. that. You seen it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's, cool. it's there. There are so many Easter eggs in this. I mean, I, I honestly. Other than just whatever gets brought up, you know, organically in discussion, mm-hmm. I really didn't point out a whole bunch because I, mm-hmm. I would have had probably four more pages of oh, Dude, I still have an Easter egg from this that nobody else I've seen online talks about. Oh, okay. We're not to yeah. that scene yet. I'll let Fancy. you know when we get there. Nice. Well, please do. <laughs> but do you guys like how Michael Myers, who at this point is now the shape as he dons the mask, uh, do you like how he reacquires it? Do you like with what we get with this gas station scene and how he just pops a trunk, pops it on, and we're... Yeah. Um, we're on the Haddonfield. Good school room. It's highly unlikely, you know, he would have found them, you know, at that gas station. But, you know, I'm going to allow it. One issue I have, I remember seeing him put the mask in the front floorboard of the car. <laughs> but Michael mm. Myers removes it from the trunk of the car. You Ooh. never see him move it from the floorboard of the car to the trunk of the car. Are you sure? Positive. Because I thought right when they were pumping, like, he's pumping gas, and she's got the trunk open, and she's, like, shuffling stuff around. I thought the mask was sitting there on one on top of one of those boxes. I could be completely wrong. You may be right on this. If, if it happened, I missed it. Okay. And I was trying to watch it pretty close, so. Okay. Because I'm not, I didn't pick up on him tossing on the floorboard, so. Darn, I guess I gotta do a rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost uh, time, kids. We're on October 31st here. You don't have much time left to do that rewatch this year. Right. But let's talk about the shot. Okay. We we start with some trick-or-treaters that bump into into Michael Myers on the sidewalk. He then strolls down a driveway to a shed. He swipes a hammer. It's a great shot. It's a continuous shot, which is really hard to do. And again, paying homage to the original. Yeah, and don't fast forward past the uh, silver anything. shamrock masks here. No, no, we're not. We get yet. a really good Easter egg. Oh yeah. No, it, but it's a 
It's fantastic. Well, we see him at the beginning of that scene. We see and, him again later in the scene. Oh, okay. And at this point, you know, you're you you are solidifying that Michael Myers really doesn't have a beef with Laurie Strode at this point, you know, because he didn't go to hunt hunt her down or anything like that. He went to Main Street, Haddonfield, picked a house, yep, and started going down one by one just each house. You hunting babysitters and just. Well, not even just babysitters. Just you know? who's available. Just who's available, yeah. We've got a pretty obvious babysitter vibe um, going. Well, yeah. Well, there's always a babysitter in these movies. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he's just... on. He may, Halloween night is out. He's yeah. he's there to kill. Period. It doesn't matter who it is. Which I enjoy, you know? It brings back that true evilness of him. And it's not just for a there's single There's no goal. motive. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he goes, he swipes that hammer, he goes inside to kind of kill off a knockoff Mrs. Elrod. Yeah. And uh, we don't see it, but we hear it. Yeah. Bludgeons her. Trades the hammer off for a knife. <laughs> Upgrade. <And> at this <laughs> point, we find out she's babysitting. I was going to say, and he pauses at a baby crib where we hear a crying baby inside. And it makes you wonder... <sighs> Well, because he's already, he's already killed yeah, a kid. He's already delved into it. Right, a it's kind of like. But he could. Well, yeah, but our buttholes clenched at this scene. Yeah, you're like, what theater. are we going to do here? Oh. Yeah. I like that they didn't. That he didn't kill. Yeah, baby, no, 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 no. We're not. I. We we don't. You don't go there with that. It's time I for trivia. It, I think it's when he, you know kids hit puberty. I think that's what. That's it, puberty. man. You're oh, done. Okay. You're done. Because that's when you start thinking about sex. Yeah, that's it, man. All right. I've got a Jeopardy question here. Okay. I think I know the answer. Okay. Who is uh, doing the voiceover of the baby crying? I'll hold off to see if Ketchum actually knows. Uh, it's Jamie Lee, isn't it? What makes you think that? Because that's who that's I think who it I is. That's who I think it is. Jamie Lee Curtis, right? <laughs> You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, look at that. Just ordered, uh, $200. It's a pretty good baby impression. Yeah. Because once I found that out, I was like, man, I gotta go back and listen to that. And I'm like, Jesus, that's really good. Yeah, and I've listened to it too and thought, damn, that's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. It almost makes me wonder, like, is that is that some bullshit? Yeah, I wonder. Really do it because I mean, that is really. I mean, that sounds like a freaking baby. I mean, we could be passing out fake news trivia here, but that's what they told us. Yeah. On the Google's. That's what the Google said. Yep. <laughs> But then uh, he comes out the front door. He gets distracted by uh, a couple going off to a Halloween party for a moment before he goes into the neighbor's house and gives a pretty brutal death to the occupant. It's like sudden and just, I mean, it's kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's not playing around, dude. He's had 40 years. He's had 40 years of angst. You're talking about the neighbor's house where he... Steps up on the From porch. Behind. Yeah, and peeks in. And we get a reflection in the yes. glass. Fantastic. That the, uh, Doyle house. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the Easter egg I'm talking about that nobody's really mentioned. I remember you told me about that, and I see it, and I'm like... Dude, I, I paused it on this last viewing and Googled Doyle house, and it just... There it, it is. It almost matches right up. Yeah. It's that blue hue with the two yeah, lights two on lights, the porch. Yep. Well, and there's actually, you can even see in that reflection, there's someone that's kind of walking across mm-hmm. the street. You can see, you know, <laughs> obviously, I mean, it's not, you know, the direction or path that Michael took. But, right. you know, I, it, it's, but it's perfect how they hold on that image 
while in the side view you see him going see around the, the house. Shadow. Yeah. yeah. Well, the shadow is so huge. You know, yeah. On the wall. Right no, between so between cool. that happening, trying to distract your eye, you know, a lot of people I think have missed that or not really thought into it. To me, that's what it looks like almost. I mean, this I'm, is... I'm a, convinced that's what it's supposed to be. I, I hear you and I agree with you. Right uh, it's, yeah, it's there. Right on. Um, Good kill. That oh, this is a great way to reintroduce Michael Myers to Haddonfield. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's epic. I mean, it really is. But the uh, the whole Halloween dance sequence that we get at the high school makes me hate Drew and Cameron, uh, and mostly just young people in general even more. Because <laughs> you're an old bastard. You're getting too old. I think so. <laughs> I'm just like the music, what they're doing, what they're wearing, what is this how racket? they're acting, and be God, like, "What is this racket? This is <laughs> no, no." I hear. It. I don't like the music either, but yeah. man, you know, like the mayor I said, says, "Not my high school dance." That's right. <laughs> What's this life for? <laughs> yeah, awesome. No, <laughs> oh. don't tell me you didn't slow dance to that song, Mayor. I no, no. I don't think I did either. I'm gonna say that came out. And I was honestly, already. Yeah, yeah, I think we were past like that. Yeah. I was already in the navy. Ninety six, ninety seven. What Creed? Yeah. No, dude. their first album came out like I. I didn't catch wind until it was like ninety eight. Oh, right on. No, because they came out probably like ninety six, ninety seven, something like that. I don't know why. Well, I, I what's this life get... was from ninety eight because it was from only twenty yeah. or right. shit twenty years later. You weren't in the navy then, were you? No, I graduated in 98. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. I'm old. I know. You're shit, man. You're old. <laughs> I was up and closing up the people's news. At that Goddamn time. racket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these whippersnappers and their woogie boogie music. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> I'll shoot you oh. six times. <laughs> <laughs> but during Allison's phone call to Vicky, we get a foul-mouthed child comedy relief, Julian, played by Jabril... Nantambu, and he's back for Halloween Kills as well. He's funny. Yeah, he's I funny. Him. I liked it. Totally accept him. Uh, he totally figured out Vicky's code word for weed. Alakazam. <laughs> Alakazam. Who do you think I don't know what Abracadabra. Alakazam means? <laughs> Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> That's Samson. what I thought of. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. No, he's he's pretty funny. Um, I kind of felt like in a future scene where I, I wish they would have just he just freaks out and gets gets out of the bed well, he didn't say oh shit because <laughs> this is kind of like wow it takes me out of the moment but all in all it's pretty humorous yeah, I'm curious to see where they go with him mm-hmm. in this if he's going to have a more expanded role or if he's going to be you know kind of small like he is in this one but I predict to be a little bit traumatized I would, I would be. Yeah. Even though he played it cool the whole time, even oh, yeah. when I was, you know, oh shit, shit's oh shit, going down. But boyfriend Dave shows up. Uh, Vicky ends up playing a prank on Julian, while Dave goes down and smokes a joint. He finds a motorcycle in the garage, it, drops it. Yeah, he lays <laughs> it down. You don't touch another man's motorcycle. Total stoner. But uh, Vicky, she ends up tucking Julian in, and we find out there really is a boogeyman in Julian's room, and this is another scene that really was ruined sure. in the trailers. 100%. Yeah, 
Now they did change it up because in the trailer yeah. it's three times. Right here it's on the second time. Yeah. So it's kind of like ah, but it's but still yeah. You know, it wasn't it's, it's cheapened. It, yeah. it is cheapened because you don't show us that. That's kind of like yes, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you've already introduced a few cheap jump scares and which I don't appreciate. I'm not a fan of jump scares. They 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 need they to limit them. They have a place Extremely in, limit them. Limit. Yeah. You know, like maybe three a movie. That's it. Yeah. Like I don't max. Think, I don't think they went overkill with it, but it's uh, it's definitely where you're kinda like alright. But then you know I mean it's this. not resurrection, but No, no. <laughs> but you know, it, it would have been cool if they hadn't shown that in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sounds like okay. Oh shit! I, yeah. I probably would have jumped maybe a little bit in the, and maybe said, "Oh shit!" Right? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right. But this then alerts a nine one one call that brings Hawkins and Lori to Julian's house. Uh, after Hawkins finds a dead Vicky, we get a much better first time face to face kind of since Halloween seventy eight than what we did in H two O. During this scene where she shoots and it's a you know in a reflection of a mirror, um, that's actually Nick Castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from what I understand, that is the only scene that he filmed, and I thought that was really fucking cool. That their first meeting for was, a long time. Yes, and that was like a passing of the torch. Right. Like I thought that was like that was yeah, that's fucking awesome. So yeah, so Lord Strode's hunting Michael Myers now. Oh yeah. It's not the other way around. So I don't... I mean, Michael Myers is just an entity of evil. Just wants to kill. Lori, everything that happened in this movie is on her. You know? I I have to agree with you. And her family. Yep. I'm just saying. I mean, I... I mean, I, she she puts her family in peril. She I mean, she definitely does. The, the path here. Yeah, she <laughs> really did. And this, it's funny that you bring that up because of something I want to discuss. So once Lori does shoot at the uh, the, the reflection in the mirror, uh, Michael starts to, you know, he leaves the house. Hawkins mm-hmm. shoots, misses. When he's leaving, is he leaving? Is he fleeing? Or is he pursuing the one that got away at this point? Mm, I'm not sure, actually. I, I, th- I think he was just leaving, to be honest. I okay. really do. Because there's a part of me at this point, it makes me want to believe this is now when he wants to get the one that got away. There is no way that he's seen her, seen Lori from the angle that she saw him. And that's where I say it's I want not, to believe. It, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he does not, he still does not know about Lori yet. He just got shot at though, you know? Yeah. So. Well, when she ends up shooting him. Right, right, After, right. When, she, when he exits. Once he gets down, you're right. Yeah. Well, that kind of diminishes our idea of them being, you know, the first time they see each other since 78. You know, if you think about it like that. I guess. And, see, see her. and that's where I'm conflicted on this, because it, I, I do take it that is when they first have that face-to-face, not really a face-to-face, but they do see each other. And, and that's where I lie with the whole... This is where I think he's like, well, this bitch, well, isn't this my lucky day? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah. But I see both points on that. And I just, that 
I had to ask that question. But we end up getting Sartain brought back. Uh, he's brought onto the scene uh, by Sheriff Barker. And we end up finding a little more about Hawkins' involvement in the uh, 78 murders. Mm-hmm. And not only was he there, uh, he was the one that stopped Loomis from killing Michael yeah. that night. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. If yeah. That continuity. Hearing there. that, like, I was just kind of, oh, man, I was just eating it up, all of it. I was like, oh, this is so cool, mm-hmm. you know. He shouldn't have stopped him. He shouldn't right. have ever stopped Loomis. No, I really like that. Um, but I don't like the brief road we end up going down with what I refer to as the Sartain twist as uh, he ends up pairing with Hawkins, kind of a a la Loomis and Brackett right. in a way. Um, obviously, plays out way differently. <laughs> um, Something like that. <laughs> but Lori, with the aid of two cops, will get back to them here shortly also uh they take karen and ray to Lori's house allison she has since left the dance with friend oscar who makes a pass at her and he feels miserably he talks about getting all chubbed out eating guacamole in sexy ways uh she leaves him alone in the elrod's backyard with motion sensors dumbass which is really cool, actually. I, I enjoyed I that scene. I like this. I like this scene. I like and I that. like the little things. Like, I was just out here with a girl, and, you know, it's like, you ever wanted a girl really bad and couldn't yeah. get her? I like that. I It is kind of corny, but it that made me grin. Yeah. I like that. Because it's a very true yeah. question. I like that comedy in the face of horror, you know, I, yeah. I, there's there's an interesting dynamic there and it worked in that scene, even though I hate that Oscar character. <laughs> and he was a little AF too, I mean. Yeah, he was way too much. Well, I mean, I, I like him better than I like uh, uh, Cameron, the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. The boyfriend is too yeah, much. Yeah, he's just a dick. Yeah, he's too right. much. But, uh, obviously we get a lurking Michael Myers, which I, I loved how they did that, and I took great pleasure, uh, watching Oscar's death reveal. Um, you know, obviously he get he got the knife in the back trying to, you know, climb up the gate. Mm-hmm. And I saw, like, right before they cut away, it's kind of like it goes, you know, black because the motion sensor, you know, turns off. And I'm thinking to myself, in the moment in the theater, I'm like, it'd be really cool if he impaled, like, his face mm-hmm. on that. <laughs> you thought that before happening. I did. Oh, yeah. All I got right. a twisted mind. All right. <laughs> and, uh... I respect that. Obviously, Allison, she ends up coming back, and then the motion sensor sensor kicks on, and you see that, and I was just like, yes! And we get the best... Thank you! We get the best piece of score in the entire movie right now. It is pretty badass. I'm not going to deny that. Um, It's awesome on a different... For a different reason from what I really love and enjoy about the prison montage uh, track. They're different. They are. They're totally different. No, but... Yeah, it's the what is it, the shape hunts Allison. Yep. Is that the name of yep. it? It's solid as fuck. Instead of the shape lurks, we got the shape hunts. And it's kind of. Yeah, I like it. I like Allison. it a lot. Yeah, the uh, if you've watched the, I don't know, behind the scenes look at the making that score, you see, I think it's uh, Cody Carpenter running a violin bow, bow. across mm-hmm. the electric guitar to make that. You know, squeal. You know, yeah. sounds like oh. the purge horn almost. Oh, I love it. It's it's, it's just like it, it's like shit is going down. Actually, hold on. Let's go ahead and cue that up for the for the oh, audience yeah. here. Put it in. Okay. 
Hawkins and Sartain, they show up, they retrieve Allison while Lori is settling Karen and Ray into her house. I want to ask you guys, do you like Lori's little shelter death trap in her basement under uh, the secret hiding spot under the kitchen island? It's going to show you how paranoid she is, you know? Yeah. How far, how far gone she is, I guess, you know? I mean... But I, I do like the creativity of the scene and everything. You know, that's badass, you know? Like the yeah. little island just shifts out and yeah. boom. I thought it was neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have any issues with it. I mean, it it does definitely show, you know, the lengths that she's willing to take. And we find even further than right, right. beyond that. Um, but again, I mean, this this just shows you how trap house, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just how obsessed she is, you know. She's been waiting for it. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, she's she's bringing all this shit onto herself. You know, she, she wants has. this showdown to happen. You know. Yeah, because I feel like that's the only way in her mind that she could ever get achieve peace and get closure. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, she lost you know two really good friends that night. Right. She almost lost, got killed. I mean, herself. I mean, she, I mean, she lived, but lost. she lost her life. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion. And Ben Kramer was gone too. Well, no, not, not in this. He's not. Well, no. He, he might. Ben Kramer might still be alive. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. About There's that. hope. There's hope, fans. I'm hoping that uh, Ben Kramer's the dad oh. for Karen. Oh wow! <laughs> That'd Plot be sweet. But Allison, she ends up spotting Michael uh, with. Uh, Sartain and Hawkins and Hawkins ends up hitting Michael Sartain, they get out he ends up saying that Michael's dead and here's where the wheels fall off for a few minutes I obviously hated Hawkins getting killed here yeah I really hated I was it. Pissed the, the method that which it happened. I know because I, I, I was sitting next to you and I could just tell by your body language you were just kind of like what the fuck is happening yeah. right now? Because I was like, don't exactly... you fucking dare do this to me. <laughs> don't do it. I was like, do not. We're doing fuck curse of Michael this. Myers oh my all God. over again. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. I did not I did not like what was happening before my eyes. I'm like, okay, all right, let's just see where it goes. I immediately crossed my arms in disgust. You're like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> No. I, I hate to I hate to say it, I seen it coming, the way it goes down. But I kind of felt like this is this is being this is being prodded into us like a jab for all the fans that have complained about that. Because uh, these guys, you know, they do like to have a little bit of fun. And sure, I felt I, I kind of smelled a rat. <laughs> I was like, something's something's up here. They're not they're not going to do this. They're gonna, you know, I thought they're going to squash this, and sure enough, well, in literal fashion, uh, yeah. I like your uh, choice of words there, but so right here is when Michael Myers learns of Laurie at this point in the movie. This is where he finally figures out. It. Right. Oh, and this is Laurie's granddaughter. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, and you're taking me there. Oh, okay. Even better. <laughs> well, let me just take a little nap. You know. But we before that we get Sartain with the Shatner mask. Yeah. I, I need Stupid. your input on this. Oh, go, oh, my no, input on yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, what are your oh, thoughts on this? Terrible. I, mean, I wanted Sartain to die. I I, was, I could not wait till he died. 
once this happened. Yeah. I was I was really upset. Yeah, what I the didn't. Fuck? I was. What's going on? I was like, you were doing so well. Yeah, you know. I mean, he was shady, like Dave said. You know, he. he oh, on a rewatch, you can yeah. definitely. I pick yeah. up every little thing. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Again, though, at this point, I'm still feeling like I'm just being prodigal to stick. Like they're they're not gonna do they're this. Ribbing, they're yeah. fucking with me. I know they are. Yeah. I mean, I will say, yeah, it was a little silly. And was it you, Lord, that you said that you actually kind of dug uh, Dag wearing the Shatner mask? Yeah. Was, yeah. I, I don't I, mind that because guess what? It's Michael Myers. Yeah, touche. <laughs> but I feel like in the same regard, I I yeah. kind of feel I, I put both of those kind of together where it's just kind of like. It's kind of silly, you know. I hear you. To me, I would he okay. People who have donned the Halloween mask, I would list them in disorder. Doctor Sartain last. <laughs> then old boy, I was fucking um, old Judith boyfriend Steve from Zombies Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I rank him third. <laughs> okay. And then Dag. Yeah. And then obviously you know adult Michael Myers. What okay. about what's his name Blondie from Part Five that wears the Don Shanks mask? Oh, in front of the oh, that's uh, right. Um, I'll squeeze his ass in. What was his name? <laughs> I don't remember. Squeeze? No. Oh shoot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. <laughs> it's Halloween Five, right? He died. Doesn't <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. See, you get it. <laughs> I, I I'll squeeze him actually fourth, and I'll move up Rob Zombies guy because he brought the mask and I hate I, you know I hate Don Shanks Spitz mask hey, oh, was that Spitz? Spitz, Spitz. Yeah. yeah yeah I hate part 5 masks so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them we'll find out where I rank it oh I'm sure it's number 3 or so <laughs> number 2 number, that's a 3 you might be right okay <laughs> <laughs> We got to discuss this. Uh, the two cops, Officer Richards, was played by Charlie Benton, and he is actually a real-life police detective. He specializes in human trafficking. Oh, wow. wow. And Officer Francis, who was Christopher Nelson, he was the special effects lead for the movie. He's the one that uh, made the mask. Uh, he was the groom in Kill Bill, Volume 1. Yeah. And he was in Chrome Skull, Laid the Rest Part 2. He was a detective in that. And I really recommend watching the Chrome Skull, Laid the Rest movies. Uh, okay. There's only two. I haven't seen them, actually. Uh, there's a third. It's been rumored to be in pre-production, but it's been like that for about half a decade. But Have you seen them? Mm-mm. Yeah. I recommend it. Okay. For a uh, newer slasher type movie, yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, cool. Good watch. Yep. But, uh, yeah, we get the Bon Me sandwich. Scene. What's a, what? What is that? I don't even know what that is. I love that about you, Francis. You're so predictable. You're like a PB and J everyday oh, kind of guy. There we go. No, a banh mi sandwich. Banh mi is essentially just the Vietnamese version of a French baguette. Mm-hmm. And the term actually refers to the bread, and not so much the contents therein. Mm-hmm. But your partner, the greatest partner in the world, oh. made an arrangement with the Vietnamese folks at the restaurant, mm-hmm. and had them make you your very own. Peanut butter and jelly, bun me sandwich. That sounds disgusting. I'm not gonna try that. I brought my own food. I'm what very happy bring? with my. You want to see what I brought? Yeah, I do want to see what you brought. Ready? Look at this. That. Oh. Fresh brownie. Okay. Chocolatey homemade brownie. I made that myself. That's that's like what a five year old would eat if they could make their own lunch. 
and this has been referred as this is a, a feeble attempt at the Tarantino monologue, and this is an homage to Halloween 5's Bumbling Cops. But I, it's subtle, and it, it changes, it like it, it jumps off of it rather quickly. They're not obviously dumbass cops, you know. Yeah, they're, they're just they're, they're just competent. they're just regular cops in my opinion. You know, everyday normal cops. Yeah. Well, the the regular everyday normal cops in Halloween Five would have been acceptable if they didn't play. They're not music. everyday. Yeah, well, they're not yeah, everyday. Yeah, but what cops. they're saying. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. way I mean, they're they like they were rhyming, like so close like, to each other and like I'll kind of, say something and then he'll say yeah. something and then I'll say something and then like you know the one cop was boink, leaning boink, boink, leaning out boink. the car and he's leaning right over him and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's too. Um, it's yeah. too much. Yeah. It's, but I mean, you know, we got to see more of them than we did these two. So, right. This, these two, I don't know. They definitely put me in the mind of it. it well, it just reminded me of like, uh, like today. Me and Matt were at our job, and we were messing around and everything like that. You know, and having some game grab ass. No, nothing like that. But um, we were joking around with you know we we're picking on one of the guys there and shit, and a little more. I don't know. It was just, it was just regular. Camaraderie, just shenanigans, balls. yeah, yeah, balls, okay. man, yeah, buddy shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. And I don't have a problem with this scene. I like the comedy here. I feel like this is this would be a legit conversation that two guys that are partners sure. that would come up and I mean, because like here's the thing. I mean, this isn't the first time that you guys have done this where you've sat around at a place not doing a goddamn thing, you yeah. know. So yeah, a conversation about a sandwich or in what you had what you brought for your your meal yeah this is totally believable sure <clears throat> I don't know I don't have a problem with it I don't either I'm not putting it in the no. category of having fun I'm just saying it is a kind yeah. of a nod to that it if is, you want yeah. I feel like maybe it's a yeah I, I think maybe it's a slight callback but it's a it's a nod done in a way to specifically like try to uh Fix that. They were kind of like, well, we've referenced every other movie. I guess we better yeah. fucking reference this one. <laughs> and let's do it the way it should have been done and show them how, how it was done. You let know, me right? show you how. Let me teach you a little something here. <laughs> so, Allison, we cut to uh, she's trying to bribe Sartain, who wants to now reunite Michael with Lori, um, to let her go by saying Michael actually spoke to her. Um, Good call. Yeah, pretty clever. <laughs> clever girl. Uh, Michael ends up coming too, which I'll tell you right now, being in the back of a cop car where you know you can't get out uh, with Michael Myers, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I reckon. I mean, that... Where else are you going to go? Right, yeah. I mean, you're basically fucked at this point. And what ended up happening is uh, he ends up busting the seat, which crushes Sartain up against the steering column, and that uh, ends up freeing Allison, and then she ends up escaping the lorries through the woods. Yeah. We, uh, hey man, Doctor Sartain took his mask, so he did. <laughs> um, he but this it. is where we squash the whole Sartain twist, pun fully intended. Um, did you think the head stomp was too much? It was it like was as far the as realism? Gore? Yeah, yeah, as like, far as realism, it was not believable. But um, I mean, it looked cool. Yeah, it looked yeah. it looked cool, but it, it was pretty some, it was pretty sloppy. Yeah, yeah, it was a little. I too, like my gore. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. We end up, uh, we get a pretty awesome death reveal for both of the cops by Ray. Um, And he ends up getting choked to death by Michael. If 
by the weird uh, wind chime bell yeah. thing or something. But yeah, he totally carves up old dude's face like a jack o' lantern. I mean, it, that is like, damn. Yeah, puts a flashlight. Uh, yeah. it up underneath. Yeah. I like how we get some tricks from Michael in this one. Between this and the uh, the teeth drop, you know. Yeah, we go it's, back to the original. Yeah, I, yeah. I that's what I'm saying. I felt like they they paid attention. Yeah. They did their homework here. For being a bunch of you know comedy guys. Yeah. You know. I still have a curiosity though about where when John Carpenter first said he was on board with this, that these guys get it. Like I'm right. curious what his exact reason for that statement would have been. I bet you is the fact that they are not going to make them brother and sister. Yeah, that's what I think. Possibly not that alone, but I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. No, I'm not alone. Like script, but I feel or... like that was probably, you know, uh, I guess uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride they did, you know, confide in Carpenter, obviously as you know you oh, should, yeah. um, you know, for tips and pointers and stuff and I guess the uh, topic came up of how does he get the mask and Carpenter replied that's on you <laughs> you're right <laughs> like he don't want to think about it too hard <laughs> right yeah. just pay me yeah. right. <laughs> you know honestly <laughs> the day that John Carpenter made that announcement that he you know gives this his complete approval because they get it I'm thinking it's the same day he cashed his you know 10 plus million dollar check that he was owed from Back when they wanted him to come back for H two O, I bet it was yeah. probably twenty million this time. <laughs> he's like, "Yep, these guys get it," because <laughs> I got it. But Lori, uh, she ends up making Karen go down into the uh, the little uh, panic room. Michael ends up busting through the door, jacking up Lori pretty pretty bad. Pretty be honest awesome, with you, actually. Um, until. She blasts his uh, left hand to shit with a shotgun, which was awesome. Beautiful. Was it three fingers or just like the the two? I think it's like the last I, two. He, I can't. At pinky, very least two, yeah. yeah. Pinky and a rain finger? I think so. Yeah. So, he's, yeah. Because we still got the index on there, yeah. Yeah. He's going to have problems. Yeah, he's going to have a hard time um, it's not holding the knife. Yeah, he's ambidextrous. We know it's this Yeah, movie. definitely. Right. He's ambidextrous. But uh, Lori, she ends up joining Karen downstairs while Michael breaks in. She shoots at him from underneath. Uh, It sounds like she's dropped him, you know, from down in the basement. And I know there's a lot of people that they point to this scene as a possible how he got out because there's a hole, which I don't... I think I I said that when when this movie first happened because we as soon as we watched this movie we were like okay what how how is he going to get out of this one now right you know right and uh I, was, I think that was the first thing i brought up i was like well i mean she did shoot the floor yeah it's weak right there you know so yeah it's not as weak as if they try to say she had a uh you know cellar door though that he gets out of because right. If she's worked this hard to make a fucking trap down there, I'm not going to be convinced that she left the cellar door option available. I have heard a theory that where she has like her little gun cabinet, cabinet, there's like there's brick, and I haven't paid full attention to it, but I've heard where maybe they're could could locked itself inside it. Me, yeah, held out through the fire. Okay, I don't hold know. on. I, I think this I just came to me. What if? What if? Lori had inputted an escape route out of it just in case either her or um, 
Karen had gotten trapped down there. Okay. That way they can escape that real quick. As and maybe it is right where like the gun cabinet is. So like there's like a tunnel that leads outside or some shit like that. Right by a river. Because you know, where you can like crawl out of the tunnel and then take the lazy river. Yeah. Down to the hermit shack. <laughs> there we go. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good okay. Thing. I don't know. Maybe. I like your style. Because I mean, what if what if Karen would just get trapped down there, you know, by accident and stuff, you know? I, that's that's something you to think about. Gotta how we get out. You know? That that's yeah okay. Again, as long as it's not a cellar door. Yeah, it's it it, it's got to be. It can't be something like oh, we crushed the larynx and just swapped yeah. out. You know, right. it's got to be better. Window and it wasn't through. Michael. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, oh let's not do that. She didn't yeah. spend all this time on this trap to make it foolproof. Right. It was Cameron the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> But she ends up coming upstairs. He's gone, but she ends up following the blood trail upstairs, and she ends up like clearing out the rooms. Like, and it's pretty badass actually with the security system that she just hits a button and it just closes it off. And okay, you are totally gone paranoid. Yeah, (laughs) and like when I was like, "Damn!" Like I I thought that I thought that was cool. I I I really like that. She's putting him on lockdown now. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Cutting down the playing field, yeah, for sure. But did you catch? Uh, there was when before she goes into the last room, she closes out the one room. She turns around. She's standing in the hall. She takes a couple steps and she pauses. She closes her eyes, and she kind of like just breathes out. Right. You know, here and then she proceeds Get forward. Hold yourself. <laughs> Do you guys know why that is? No. Why? Okay. That room that she ends up going in, that is an exact replica of the room in 78 where the closet scene takes place and where Loomis ends up shooting him. Oh, okay, gotcha. That is an exact, where okay. she finds Ray, it's that closet where she ends up going over the balcony. Yeah. That's It's it's right. all the same. And, and that's, she realizes she's like, shit, right. I'm living this night all over again. But that makes me... Uh, it's your fault. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I love that mind fuck that that is for Lori, and it just makes me ask. And I kind of believe that uh, I've already said like she lived, but she lost her life that night. Yeah. And you know, I, she hasn't lived since October thirty first, yeah. November first of seventy eight. She had a kid. I mean, but she's never really happy or anything. Right. I mean, and that's not. If you're not happy, you're not living. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're just existing. You she know. had three kids now, actually, in different timelines. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> it depends upon which one you're looking at. <laughs> but uh, Lori's a fighter. I mean, you know, she takes that tumble off the balcony, and this is another one of the times where she takes the part of Michael in the original. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's Michael gone. looks back, and she's gone. It's kind of like... All right, I, yes. I I like this. I like I like what's happening. This is appealing to a That's lot of my yeah. feelings towards like you're doing you're doing right. That's where I say that the Easter eggs in this service. are tasteful because they're done with a nice little twist that still keeps it tangible and fun at the same time. Sure. Even if you want to say it's cheesy, because it's you know obviously a. 
any homage is yeah. cheesy. If you're a fan yeah. of any whatever it is we're talking about, and you see it, even if it's you know reference, it's self-referential, or if it's in something else. I mean, it, it, yeah, I could see if depending upon your mood, it could be an eye roll or it's a nice little chuckle. Like that's cool. Yeah, right. Just take it for what it is. Because yeah. I've heard a lot of people say like, "Well, it's just a glorified fan film." Well, it's a fucking good nah, one. I've seen a glorified fan film. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But uh, Allison, she ends up uh, arriving at the house. She ends up going downstairs with Karen just in the nick of time. But Michael catches wise and he figures out where they are and he starts wrecking this island to shit and uh, gets it open. And kind of gets roped in into uh, Karen's playing possum and gets blasted in the face. Oh, yeah. And then we again, we get Laurie emerging from behind him from the darkness. And, uh... Not subtle enough. That was too quick. Yeah. Have you guys seen it in uh, HD and everything? Yeah, I saw it on Blu-ray. Can you see it? Can you see her face? Yeah, it's almost like it's like a... Like a... I mean, I know you, she's not I there, and then she's it. there. Okay. Michael Myers and well, part like, one. Well, like if you watch the slowly. original on NHD, you it's, can actually see it really well and shit. Mm, or four K. It's still. I'm telling you, yeah, the '78 version. I don't care how good a quality. It's you like got, they they it did. They used a dimmer slowly switch. Slowly builds like, and glows. Boom, here it is with Jamie Lee Curtis in this one. It's you know less but than I, a right. second. But I feel okay. like with the pacing of the scene and what was happening, I felt like it almost that needed to happen. Okay. But I, I, I know what you're saying. I would have loved it if it was it was a little, little slower. I hear you. I I agree with you on that. But uh, they battle, and he ends up tumbling down the stairs. We get the we get the sit up, which he he fucking nailed. Um, they battle a little bit more, and um, we finally get the reveal that this basement wasn't a panic room, but it was a trap. Mm. And uh, they end up. The three strode women, they end up setting the house ablaze with him looking up at them, and I love that scene. Yeah. I love it. Because at this moment, with, you know, you get John Carpenter's score, which is, this is the Halloween triumphant Mm -hmm. track, if I'm correct, uh, paired with this sequence, they made me believe, because at this time, we didn't know there was going to be anything else, you know, it was just, they, (laughs) from, I mean, in that moment, this was it. Right. That was it. Even though we, because we, we stayed for the whole credits and we mm-hmm. end up, you know, hearing the breathing at the end. Um, but for a moment I was like, wow, that's, Is he that's, dead that's crazy, I mean, you know. They, Obviously he's not. Right. I mean, you know? they did this to me in H2O, so. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, we we better, we, we better come with something better. It better be than, better than that. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. You better come hard. I'll be really pissed. <laughs> so, they end up hitching a ride with a uh, passerby pickup truck, and they're sitting in the back. And Pick we end truck. up we uh, end up seeing Allison, who's still holding the knife in her hand, and that's where this movie stops. And Jamie Lee's bleeding out, and yeah, and they're just all just yeah. over this Michael Myers bullshit yeah. at this point. <laughs> Um, what's your thoughts on how this ended? Like, I mean, are, it kind of gave the impression at, at that moment for me. I'm like, oh, are we really going down this Jamie Lloyd thing again? 
I don't think so. I really hope not. But it was immediately that's like, only because the, the, of the okay, relationship, the, the relation. You know, that's the only reason why that shit was going on. You know. Okay. I don't. I don't believe that. Okay. Oh, I think that's a clear nod to it. Whether it was intended sure. to make you think they're going that route or not. Sure. It was, if nothing else, they thought of that and they were like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna." Rip you one more time? Yeah. Okay. Because that's immediately where I went. And I was just like, but I could see where it's just, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's uh, a representation that Lori has never let go. Mm -hmm. She hasn't let go, you know. I I don't know. I'm obviously, uh, without, you know, any doubt, I'm very excited for Halloween Kills to come out and see what they're going to do here and the little bit of stuff that's been leaked out that I've caught wind of, it's definitely intrigued uh, and piqued my curiosities. But Danny McBride said that originally this was going to be filmed in two back-to-back movies, which that's what we're going to end up getting with these next two. Uh, But they decided to scale it back. They wanted to leave it just to the one movie. And they just kind of wanted to see, all right, let's... Put this out here. Let's see what happens. Let's see how the fans receive it. Yeah. What happened, you know, and go from there. And, uh, you know, because they didn't want to, you know, sally forth with an idea that people hated and like, okay, well, you don't like it, but we're we're already going to do another movie with it. So right. here you're ready. Are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which honestly, that's that was smart. I felt like that was that was a wise yeah. decision on their part. When we had seen all the trailers we were going to see, and that gap of time between then and the movie's release, we all, like I'm eternity. sure, have come up with our own ways this is going to go. And I, I, my initial spoiler thought was that these two are going to end up killing each other. That's going to be yeah. the finish. Yeah, yeah. And this was it. Supposedly, in the the earlier shoots of it, the one that they test audience with, you know, the one test audience that supposedly never happened but yeah probably happened yeah uh they showed this ending and i'm sure they showed it to a bunch of non-halloween fans and they didn't know what the fuck they were getting and right. didn't give a shit but because nobody called me you know right yeah they didn't call nostalgia highway yeah that'd be um, sweet. maybe they knew we couldn't keep our mouths shut we'd be no, too excited, no, that's true i don't know i might have for this yeah because this is this is worthy but, but I do think, you know, coming up, that's where we're going to go. And it makes Eventually. me think, is like, you know, when you, when the movie was released out on, you know, for DVD and Blu-ray, uh, we didn't get a lot of these scenes, you know, there was a lot of scenes that weren't included, so I'm wondering when these this new trilogy, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the, when it's all said and done, are we going to get all these scenes? And I kind of feel like we will. Yeah, me too. And I'm eager I to see gonna, those. I you know, re- Re-enter, you know, redo them as to what their initial thoughts were. I mean, you yeah, know, they had a plan A and a plan B. If, right. if plan A was the only one going through, we'll end it like this. But if right. we're going forward, let's stretch that out because <laughs> I do think that's where it's going to end up: is them two killing each other, and that's that's where we're going. Yeah, very possible. Um, the actual, the original runtime for this for the first cut was like oh, it was over two hours. Yeah, and they they trimmed it down to an hour and forty six and. I feel like there's moments where you can tell, because like where you talk like, you know, and it seemed rushed. I think that's why. I think this is exactly why. 
Um, I would love to have seen that two-hour cut of this movie, just to be totally honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think but, we ever will know. I don't know. At I, least until the trilogy is complete. I, I that's when I think yeah. we'll get we'll get hit with it. Yep, I agree. Well, guys, have we hit that magic moment where we have? It's magic moment. Nice. Yeah. Anybody have anything they want to add in here, or we want to go to the wrap up and ratings? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We still got plenty to talk about, but. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah for this we're gonna movie. have a. Uh, oh yeah, we got a little recap and we'll do a recap. Yeah. We'll have a little fun with that. This will be something we haven't done before, so we're looking forward to this. All right. You want to take her? Yeah. We'll go ahead. Yeah. King. Yeah. For me, this franchise, this one comes in at a seven point five for me. That is higher than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. No, I really liked it. I thought it. I think it. it, it I thought it was coming in a little lower than I than expected. Okay. I'm not going to say super low or way higher, but it's a little higher than I I thought. I like this movie. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you like this movie. <laughs> well, I'm glad you are glad I like this movie. Well, <laughs> let's just be glad together. We should have a beer. So, yeah. So some Samuel Adams Oktoberfest over here. Halloween nice. Five is better than this movie. That's what you're telling me. Correct. Even with your non-spite rating of an yeah, eight out of ten. Yeah. Don't even throw that in. Yes. This is five's better. Yep. Okay. No, I don't know. That's not real convincing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Firm. Firm on it. No, no, I'm serious. Hard I'm not. Even, I'm not bullshitting. No, I'm I believe. Not making it up. This no, is, I believe. This you. is below Halloween five. I believe legit you. Scoop. Okay. I 100 percent believe you. Yep. All right. Seven point five out of ten. Nice. Good score. Um, I love this portrayal of Laurie Strode. You know, Jamie Lee really knocks it out of the park in this. And James Drew Courtney um, pays. You know, he does due diligence yeah. with the character of Michael Myers in this. You know, he really did his homework. Yeah, studied th- studied. You know, the walking patterns and the struts and the, the the physique of Michael Myers, and I think he really nails it on the head for authenticity. You know, of the character. To reinforce my rating, okay. this is my Laurie Strode, and this is my Michael Myers. Nice. Okay. As we've, you know, reviewed last couple yeah. episodes, these aren't my Loomis's or Laurie's. Okay. This is. Nice. Yeah, yeah good. I don't care for the Dr. Sartain storyline, um, but they, you know, they planted the seeds early. I didn't really catch on to it too much. But then they did it, and they they really sealed it very quickly, yeah. which I was like, okay, all right, you you win a little bit, all right. But I I still don't care for it. Um, but I mean, I I can get past it, unlike Thorn and White Horse. You know, I just I I can't get past that shit. Is it because it's just it's so brief and it's not the yeah, whole Yeah, because it's so brief. Okay. I mean, they redeemed themselves completely yeah. by nixing it in the yeah. ass, dude, you know. Okay. Um the the whole grand I I love the fact that they're not related anymore. That's just man, it was getting um kind of just boring, you know, at this point, you know, it's all about relation, you know, the connection of this one, you know, there is no real connection, minus Lori's obsession. Yeah. You know, Michael Myers does not give a shit. I truly enjoy it. It's an 8.5 for me. 
Whoa. I 8. love 5. this movie. I love this movie. That is higher than 8. 5. I thought, too. Okay. I love that. Nice. I love it. It's a great continuation. Awesome. Okay. So glad they, they destroyed the whole um, brother-sister thing, man. Okay. Well, this was written by Jeff Fradley, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. And it was directed by David Gordon Green with a runtime of an hour and 46 minutes. Rated R. It was made on an estimated $10 million budget. Made $76.2 million its opening weekend in the U.S. Made $14.3 million worldwide on its opening weekend. Grossed $159.3 million in the U.S. And grossed $255.4 million worldwide. And remember, Massive. Remember when we were at the panel for Halloween and um, James Hugh Courtney, we, somebody had asked him, you know, about this is before Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends was yeah. announced. Yeah, this is in and, March. Um, yeah, somebody asked, you know, or is there going to be a sequel? And James Hugh Courtney wasn't really, you know, he didn't say yes or no, but, you know, he, he did say, <laughs> well, guys, you know, this movie did make over $200 million. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I love so that. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Pro, pro, right. Followed up by a rousing roar of applause. Yeah. And woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. But uh, these stats are as of October of uh, 2018. Uh, this was the biggest horror movie opening with a female lead. Uh, it was the biggest movie opening with a female lead over 55, which I find is a very specific, odd category. Uh, is the biggest opening for any of the Halloween franchise, and it was the second biggest horror movie opening ever after It from 2017, and it was the second biggest opening for an October release after Venom. It is not streaming anywhere because it's still new. It's barely a year old. Yeah, it's not really nostalgic. No, but we made an exception here. But uh, you can buy it on Amazon Prime for $9.99. IMDb has this as a 6.6 out of 10 with a meta score of 67, a Rotten Tomatoes score of 79%, and an audience score of 70%. As I already said, I was really excited for Rob Zombie's remake, but I was doubly excited for this uh, installment for the franchise. I mean, from the get-go... This movie had its thumb on the pulse of this whole series. David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, they do get it, much like John Carpenter has stated. Um, They went back to the basics with this one. They erased the previous seven entries with two movies in the remake avenue. And they did it all with one line. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, as King put it, uh, these homages, they're done tastefully, and uh, they're dropped countlessly uh, throughout the movie, referencing all of the entries, remakes included. You bring back Jamie Lee Curtis, you bring in John Carpenter for the first time in years, we scrap the brother and sister dynamic between Michael and Laurie, they stripped it down, and they build it back up in my eyes. We finally got a legit sequel to the franchise since, in my opinion, Halloween 4 in 88. Uh, This isn't just a horror slasher movie. It is a horror slasher that just so happens to be a real movie. It's not just your bottom of the barrel, scrap something together with whatever you can find, slap some blood and titties on it and call it a day. A Dimensions film. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. That's what you're referencing. That is, yes. (laughs) 
and others, but right. yes, this is a legit yeah, horror a movie. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> and in my mind, this is the best sequel to date, and that's saying a lot because there's some really good movies in this franchise. Um, you get an established, accomplished cast. You get some good writing. You get great direction. An amazing score. Uh, you get the best Michael Myers since Nick Castle, in my opinion. John Carpenter's score is, without a doubt, the deepest and most complex one we've ever gotten in a Halloween movie, and it adds so much to so many of the engaging scenes and sequences we get. I love this portrayal of Laurie, just like you, Lord. And to be honest, <laughs> and I know this is blasphemous, I think it might be my favorite. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, that's just the way I feel. I, I Jamie Lee gave a tour de force performance as yeah. Laurie Strode in this. Um, I really don't know how anybody can seriously say without a straight face that this is not the Halloween sequel that Halloween fans have been longing for for so many years. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love these movies, except for a couple, which I think you all figure out pretty easily if you've been paying attention and listening to the previous episodes. But I genuinely feel getting rid of the Michael and Lori being brother and sister was the smartest thing they could have done. Uh, because, honestly, that's where all the problems this franchise has had, that's where it stemmed from. Yeah. And if you're a fan of Halloween 2 from 81 or H2O, I mean, that's cool. Be a fan of it. That's okay. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy this one. And I feel like there's a split there. There's people, it's, they, they keep holding on to Part 2 or to H2O, depending upon, you know, your age group, you know. Yeah. And you can like both. I love Halloween 2 yeah. from 81. I did too. I, not so much H2O. I just, it didn't connect with me. But I, I feel that there's a split. And, again, kind of like with Halloween 3. Fucking get over it. Just enjoy the movies. Yeah. Enjoy them. If they suck, they suck. Yeah. You know? But for me, I'm right in the middle of you guys. 8 out of 10. An 8 out of 10. This is, this wow. is a great movie. This is a super awesome follow-up. 40 years later... Like I said, in my opinion, I think this is the best portrayal we get of Laurie Strode. Hell yeah, man. I love it. I That's really awesome. do. All right, guys. Well, we are officially at the recap point of the episode where we are going to give you all of our personal best and rankings on all things Halloween and Michael Myers. Right. So uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to start off with uh, Michael Myers' rankings, actors' portrayals. There's, what, eight so we'll start at the bottom. We'll go kind of go round robin. All right. And uh, whoever wants to go first and say who their least favorite Michael Myers of all time was. My worst Michael Myers is Brad Lorre's from Resurrection. Mine too. Okay. I got uh, Chris Durand. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh. Coming in at nine is Chris Durand. <laughs> yeah, that's, who mine is. That's, who, that's who mine is. Did you look at my list? No. <laughs> I swear to God. I think uh, you know who mine is. Then. Is it Brad Laurie? It's Brad Laurie. There you go. All right. All right. Okay. okay so. Fair enough. All right. Um, after that, you know, I've got a Don Shanks. You know, I just I like it. I said, I'm not a fan. Okay. But I mean, he's at least this is a common opinion. I, I am not shocked by this. Okay. What do you got? Oh, I got old George P. Wilbur, Tom Tucker. From which one? Oh, from six. 
Okay, from Curse. Yeah, but I mean, okay. I guess for both. I mean, he's I'll, got the same look. See, I, I have a different. See, I, ne I when I did my rankings for Michael Myers, mm -hmm. I, it's all individual because they are oh, not the in same the movies. They aren't the same. Uh, well, if it, for right. me, if it was the same actor, I combined. Okay, Fredo. And I'm with you, King. I have George P. Wilbur okay. as my third worst. Right let me Michael let me Myers. say something else because we all had a list of eight except for me. I had a list of nine because. Uh, up from this, I have Michael Lerner's version from Part 6 ranked higher than my person above George Wilbur. Okay. Because there are scenes in 6 where I think we've alluded to it in the last podcast, or when we did 6, but we didn't realize at the time that those scenes where he's walking a little bit brisker and seems a little more uh, ferocious, yeah. that isn't George Wilbur playing him. That's right. Michael Lerner. Okay. I like those scenes that he shoots with Michael. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, next anyway. up, at that point, uh, George Wilbur um, from okay. Curse of Michael Myers for me as well. Okay. So, that's, but see, I've got, ten, I've got a list of ten. Okay. okay. So, you, I know you guys don't, so. Okay. I actually, well, and the thing is, is like, I, I put George Wilbur below Don Shanks, but I really had them as like an A and B, but my next is Don Shanks. I hear you. I got Tyler Maine up next. Okay. Okay. All right. At that point, I come in as well with Tyler Maine's uh, from Zombie uh, Halloween 2. Okay. That's Hobo. It's all good. <laughs> Can't do Hobo. I have Dick Warlock. Really? Yes. Wow. Shame, shame. Yeah. You, sir. That's blasphemy to me. I, oh, man. That's, that's blasphemy. That's pretty low. That's blasphemy okay, to me. That's, well, I didn't separate. <laughs> you know, okay. I mean, because I only have eight Jesus. slots here. So, I mean, I, hear you. I only have three more. I hear you. So, okay. I mean, he's he's in the upper half. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy. Unreal. <laughs> All right, who's next? What we got? Um, then I come in with a George Wilbur's return of Michael Myers. Okay. Right. Well, since Matt offended me on the last turn, I'm going to offend him and say, "Okay, I got James Jude Courtney." Okay. Okay. That's I'm not offended. Say, yeah. I'm offended about your Dick Warlock, Brian. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be offended about my Dick Warlock. We'll <laughs> <laughs> talk about that another time. That's another podcast. Uh, I ain't reviewing that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not much. But uh, we have, for me, I have Tyler Maine coming in as my third, number three. Um, and that's obviously that's both zombie right. movies combined for me. Well, at this point, then I've got Tyler Maine from um, Zombie One, okay. from Halloween One. All right, I'm from okay. Zombies. So I have Don Shanks in my number three slot. Ah. As you predicted earlier. Hmm. I, I figured he'd be two. I, I really thought wrong. he'd be two for you. I am wrong. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you know, doing these reviews, you know, I've just, I've got, I've got a feel of what oh. you'd want, you know, how you've got them listed, so. Yeah. I've been paying attention paying to you, attention. man. I've been paying attention. Appreciate that. Coming in as my second best, <clears throat> I've already talked about it, James Jude Courtney. I, I really I really like what he brought to the table in, in that in the newest movie and I'm yeah. excited to see what happens in the next two so absolutely 
Um, at this point, number three for me is Dick Warlock from Halloween 2. I'll accept that. Yeah. He's top three. Yeah, yeah. I'll accept that. I'm uh, Nick Castle for my number two. Whoa, Nick Castle not coming in at one. Nope. And now you know why I was so offended at the mayor. Oh my mm. gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> he likes his Michael Myers a little robotic. At this point, I am at center. my I am at my number one, and it is of course Nick Castle. And that completes my Michael Myers rankings. Well, guys, um, I had mine set for me a little bit, um, but right. yeah. But number two for me is James Hugh Courtney. Like I said, man, you, you can't obviously. So Nick Castle is my number one, but man, you can't beat the original, you know. Yeah. And James Hugh Courtney did he he really did the the role justice, you know. It, it's hard to really get the similarities of that character, you know. It's his closest. It, it's replication. it's so it's so plain, yeah, and everything. I know a lot of people try to portray it though, but man, there's some subtle movements and stuff that people just don't pick up on, and he really did, you know, and he yeah. put them to perfection. He, he performed it perfectly, in my opinion. But I don't think, he, you know, he, you're never as good as your mentor, so, you know. Yeah. So I said, James Hugh Courtney, and Nick Castle was my number one. Alright. Alright. Well, so Dick Warlock. Dick Warlock's my number one, yeah. Yeah, alright. Cool. Oh, yeah, All right, man. Well, that's cool. So Change my mind. There's some. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> You're right. You're pretty solid on that one. Yeah. Firm, <laughs> firm dick warlock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, this is for some surprises there. All right. All right. So let's go to the mask rankings. We have ten, and uh, I'll start it off here with my number ten. With all the variations that we get, I'm just lumping it into one Halloween H2O. Worst all time for me. Right on. Uh, my worst, man, is, is uh, Zombies Halloween 2. It's, really? Because there is no mask for most of the time. I mean, right at the beginning, it's you limited. know, it's still, it's still mm -hmm. in, intact and everything. Um, and, you know, throughout it, it gets ripped. Yeah. It's just... It, I don't know. It's just not good. But it doesn't it, have it, a continuity it, difference as one and two did in the original. As far as no, the look no, of it. no. It's just a more disintegrated version. I mean, and for the lack of battle damage, didn't even yeah. use it. You know, yeah. Yeah. hardly at all. So, you know, I, I have major qualms with that. So, Fair Halloween enough. two. All right. For zombies, Halloween two. My number ten is H two O. Here, here. <laughs> all right. CGI. Yeah. <laughs> At number nine for me, Halloween Resurrection. I don't like the uh, fleeked out eyebrows. Right on. It's it doesn't work for me, but it's slightly, I mean slightly better than H two O. We but are the same so far. It sucks. I mean, they both suck. I I, I back you on Resurrection. <laughs> number nine. Right on. <laughs> um. At this point, number nine for me is H2O. I can't, I can't get past the gaping wide eye holes and the. Um, well, you don't have to describe stuff. anything. I know. You can't get I know. behind so, them. Yeah, H2O guys. Yeah, it's yeah. trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's Art's our least favorite, so you can't get wrong on that one. Coming in to number eight for me, sorry, King Halloween Five. 
I knew that was coming. It, it, it made it a little bit. Yeah. I knew it was coming. All right. I'm uh, Halloween four. Okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. My number eight is Halloween five. <laughs> I, I, I hate dumb Don Shanks, but you know what? I mean, it's my third worst mask. So it's, I, at I, least it's not the worst. No, yeah, that's fine. I, I knew this was coming. I, I wasn't, I'm not unprepared for I this. I just, man, I cannot get past the, just the so many changes. Yeah, it's not even the same. <sighs> Whatever. It's it. Like I said, it's the Spaniard. <laughs> Spaniard. It's so funny. <laughs> All right. So coming in for number seven for me, I have Halloween four. Okay. I I don't like that at all. It's just yeah. I hear you. It's probably the worst thing about that movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. So what you got? Um, Halloween Six. Halloween Six. Curse. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I figured that'd be a little higher for you, but. Uh, okay. Um, my number seven is Resurrection. It's it's. It's trash too. So <laughs> most of these are trash, guys. <laughs> uh, coming in at six for me, curse. Um, Halloween two, I guess. Uh, Rob Zombies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, curse of Michael Myers for me as well at number six. Okay. And my number five is Rob Zombies Halloween two. I understand your qualm. I get it. I totally do. Yeah. But I kind of like the idea of the battle damage. It's almost not even like worth putting it in, you know, on the list, Yeah, to be honest. I hear you. I, I haven't tagged up. I mean, my next one is Zombie from Part 1, but only because, you know, to me it's the same mask. It's just we've got version A, version B. Yeah. Room. Yeah, very, yeah, you're right, because, I mean, it. Yeah. it's They're the same. Todd in the middle of my list. Uh, my number five is Return. Part four. Okay. My number four is 2018. Okay. Okay. Because Zombie One was mine. All right. My number four is Halloween Two from '81. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's just because it looks so. It's the first time we get something that's so different, even though it's the same exact mask. Yeah. We've, we've talked about that ad nauseum, but it, it just—I don't know. There's something weird about it. It's the first of many weird masks that we get. Even though it's the same, I understand that, but I hear you. that's where it is for me. My number four is uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mask. Okay. I like. I I really do enjoy that mask. My Halloween Five is my number three. You guys want to know where I'm at with that? It's only three. Yep. Halloween wow. Five is my number three. Wow. That's... Shanks and Five mask coming into three for you. Hmm. You really thought it was going to be harder than that? I, I really did. did. I thought so. I thought well. two. I thought you were just... I thought like those... The, I thought that was reserved a, for the two spot. I thought it was your, like, squeeze on the side, dude, there for a second. Man, <laughs> I like funny. it. I like it better than you guys, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My number three is Rob Zombie's Halloween. That was the first mask that was like, okay, they got it right. Right. And obviously, yeah. he put his own little twist on it, but I'll allow it. My number three is uh, Halloween 2018. Okay. Oh, I, I like, I love the, the deterioration of it. Um, it. I'm looking at it right now. It's badass. 
and they've got you know all the little cuts and you see the they get the, the pinhole, hole you know yeah. from the from the sewing needle and everything yeah it's fantastic you've you know. got both uh, interpretations of the degenerating mask yeah yeah even though that one's it's not as high quality no. as that one yeah, my zombie's yeah. a little bit uh, dated. But yeah, number three, Halloween 2018 for me. Mm-hmm. All right. What you got, Dave? Uh, Halloween 1 from 1978 is my number two. Okay. Wow. I mean, I'm not saying we can't be friends anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got a problem with me liking Dick Warlock better, then you got a problem with me liking Dick Warlock better. Uh, for me, it's Halloween 2018 is my number two. I hear you. Um, Dick Warlock's Halloween 2 is my second favorite. Okay. At that point. Pretty close. Yeah. So, by elimination, that means... Yeah. Halloween 1 for me and Ketchum. We we know Ketchum's. It's the original. Dick Warlock. Yeah. For you. It's hard to... It's hard to... And, I mean, supposedly the Dick Warlock mask is the same mask. Right. Just stretched wide because he had a water face. Yeah. But... Hey. I still I I have a little bit of trouble completely hundred percent accepting that. I feel like this mask has more differences than that. I mean, it's just aged and it's you know yeah. yellowed by cigarettes. All right, so we're gonna do our uh, franchise rankings. So here we go, number eleven. No surprise, coming at a two point five out of ten. Halloween Resurrection. From we're the there. same on this one. Everybody, yeah. I promise. Resurrection's you. last. Guys. Next, H two O with four point five out of ten for me. My same. number ten. I got uh, Zombies Halloween 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ranked a little bit lower. Right. Yeah. Well, that's my next one. Is it? That's your number yeah. 9? Rob Zombies yeah. 2? Yeah, no, I... Okay, my number 9 is Halloween 5 with a 5 out of 10. Uh, right. My number 9 is Curse of Michael Myers. Okay. I'm just not a fan. God, Paul Rudd sucked. Oh, dude, Terrible. no, he did not. God. No, he did not. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I, I, I liked that role. It was quirky and weird, and I, I thought <laughs> and it And Matt fit. likes his quirky and weird. We know that. <laughs> anyway, next, Halloween 2007. That's your number eight? Yep. Okay. Uh, for me, it's the unrated producer's cut version of The Curse of Michael Myers. I have it at a six out of ten. Wait, we're adding the, those in? Oh no! I'm I. That's I'm only oh, okay. acknowledging the unrated producers cut because okay. that's the one I feel was superior. So that's just one. Sure, sure, sure. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. that is not superior. Uh, fine. My number eight, guys, is um, part five, Revenge of Michael Myers. Of course it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, I got Halloween six from '95. Number seven. Okay. Yep. My number seven. My number seven, Rob Zombie's Halloween two. I have a 6 out of 10. Uh, my number 7 is H2O. 5.5, I believe. Alright. My number 6 is 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. My 6 is Halloween 4 with a 6.5 out of 10. My number 6 is uh, Zombies from Halloween 1. I think it came in at a 7 on that. My number five is Halloween Five. All right. Wow, that is lower than I thought again. Because you, you amaze me. He gave every like day. two tens and eleven and <laughs> Spiteful Nine, hard Spiteful Nine. Hey, these are <laughs> these are these are ordered by my rankings. Okay. Yeah. Right. The well, rankings these, are the rankings. Right. <laughs> yes. These are where I rated them and my ranks my are hand. in continuity. Uh, Mine are too. All right. My number five is Rob Zombie's Halloween. With a seven out of ten. 
My number five is Return of Michael Myers. I think I give it a 7.5. Right. Wait, number four now? Number four. Is Halloween four? Okay. Seven. My four is Halloween three with a seven out of ten. Ditto on that, Mare. Number four, Halloween three, Season of the Witch. Awesome. My number three is Halloween three. Okay. You're seeing a trend with me here. Yeah. <laughs> See it. <laughs> my third my number three is Halloween two from eighty one with a seven point five out of ten. That the king apparently has a fucking problem with. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start, uh, buddy? <laughs> my my number three is Halloween two. Um, from eighty one. Oh, and wow. I gave it a eight point an eight Okay. Alright, here's where we're going to fight. Uh, my number two is Halloween 1 from 1978. Whoa! Oh this, my god! You knew this was coming. I'm going to say, this doesn't completely surprise yeah. me. It's just hard to hear, though. You know? It's, it's kind of tough to hear. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I mean, it's your opinion. I mean, it's just... It's, it's not just my opinion. I mean, it's accuracy. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> calm down. Facts. It is your opinion. It's hashtag... <laughs> All caps locks facts. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is the newest installment, Halloween from 2018, with an 8 out of 10. Of course it did. Oh, Jesus. Ditto on this. Uh, Man, Halloween 2018 on Too predictable two. on you guys. Man, our top four is exact. Yeah, but our bottom half oh, is yeah, it's all, over all over the place, man. Well, yeah. our 11s are the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope everybody can recognize what garbage looks like, so. <laughs> Fucking dumpster fire. Obviously, and then number one, guys. Obviously, my number, your number one, one is, is Halloween 2. Halloween 2, Dick Warlock. John Carpenter's Halloween 78. You can't beat the original. Stereotypical you can't beat the original. Stereotypical bastard. And you gave that a 10 out of 10. My favorite Halloween is Halloween 1. It is? Yeah, it is. Okay. You can't have any of the other ones without that one. Right. Okay. Side up with the sheep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, all right. So we're gonna go over our franchise best. All right. So the first one is uh, for your best open to a Halloween movie. For me, it's it's the original, but my runner-up is Halloween Four. Really, I love that title sequence. It's it just it gives me all the feels of fall. Part Four is my favorite title sequence. Okay. But my favorite opening is part two. The way it k- picks up, where it, nice. the continuity of it. Okay. Everything about that. Yeah. Awesome. That's my number one. Cool. Wow. I have to agree with the Kane on this. Part two is my favorite as well. I, I love. I like the continuity minus the the um, shell count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I like I like yeah. the synth and everything, and I and I love the skull. Coming out yeah, of the that is, that, shit, is awesome. that shit's awesome, man. Yeah, it's pimp. So yeah, that was honestly for. An, I mean, that was it's tough because there's yeah. some pretty solid openings to a lot of these movies. But all right, let's just go to the opposite side. Finale. That's finale. Mm-hmm. Who's got it for you guys? For me, it's the original, but Halloween two from '81 is my runner-up. That's, well, that's an awesome close. I have an interesting answer for this. Uh, I oh. have. I have two that are tied as well. Uh, well, you're, you didn't say tied. you got to run her up. But I've got a tie. Uh, Halloween 1 and Halloween 5. Because, listen uh, to me, listen to uh, me. Yeah, okay. These are the two that we get a clear realization that he is still on the loose. But we don't see him. For all we know, he could be looking right in your window. 
Six is somewhat of a this type of ending, but it's a little more ambig you know. Yeah. Ambiguous. Alright. Okay. But I like that ending where he's still out there, you don't see him. We're fixing on a shot of something, you know, where he was a minute ago and now he's no longer. So it, it is a callback to the okay. end of one and both of those endings are very effective for me and leaving me hanging right where I wanna be. Cool. Mm-hmm. Alright, mm-hmm. nice. Guys, my my favorite finale is part three, to be honest. Oh, because uh, dude, you. I mean, it's it's badass, dude. You know, Stop he's it. he's failing. I All like these that. kids are gonna die, dude. It's a badass moment, man. Halloween three, nice. Oh, like finale. That. Cool, yeah. man. <clears throat> I can get behind that. All right, so and however you interpreted this, I mean, that's what we'll go with. Uh, but for kills, for me, it's Halloween two for eighty one, with the best kills with Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie as a runner-up. Oh, man. Dude, we get some brutal, nasty, yeah. just hardcore, yeah. just ruthless kills in that movie. I would say Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween has the best kills, to be honest. Okay. They're very creative at times and everything. Okay. And, uh, I don't think it's creative. Yeah. They're brutal. Brutal. and They're brutal. Yeah. I mean, I don't think brutal. I guess, yeah, necessarily it's not really is creative, but mm. the same. Yeah, but I like my. Br- I like because okay. that was the first time you're like, oh shit, you know, Michael Myers is really not, you know. So I would say kills for me is Rob Zombie's Halloween one. Okay. What as far you? as okay, where you're getting at is with with the brutal kills. Yeah, they're. Everything's been done already at this point by the time Rob yeah. Zombie did his. Yeah. So I appreciate that. But I mean, I like as far as being gory. Uh, but in 1981, Halloween 2, to me, had the most original, you know, never been seen before kind of kills that were very creative. And, uh, and they stick with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, and the, the Nurse Karen scene, yeah. jacuzzi yeah. scene is the Nurse number Jill. one kill for me. Yeah. Nurse Jill. Nurse oh, as an individual? Cool. Yeah. Okay, overall? Okay. Um, I mean... Yeah, I, I do. I think so. Of course, I, original is great. You know? I do have an individual uh, with two runners up. My best kill is Bob from the original, where he gets pinned mm-hmm. to the wall. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's it, a holy shit wow moment. Yeah. And the runners up are uh, little buddy Cupfer from Halloween Three, and the male paramedic from Halloween Four gets a thumb in the forehead because <laughs> that scene really. It stuck with me. So, all right. Best score. Original. Dude, I mean, come on. I know. Getting the sheep. Getting the sheep pen. (laughs) That or 2018? (laughs) Seriously. That or 2018? I mean, those are my favorites. So, yeah, 2018 for Okay, right on. uh, Close runner up is part two from 81. You think John Carpenter touched. He, he, he made the thing, you know, but it got tired, and it was a little bit, you know, basic in his original rendition, and I honestly feel part two with the synth score editions amped that up big time in my eyes, so for the longest time, I would have said Halloween 2 from 81 yeah. all day long until 2018 come out, man, yeah. and it edged over it, just slighted it. Well, it doesn't seem quite as blasphemous now, because I have to agree with you, the new installment, 2018, that score is just... It yeah. is amazing, and my runner-up is the original. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I really, 
I, I love what he did. Uh, the only person that could outdo John Carpenter is John Carpenter, and he did it, in my opinion. He elevated and just opened that score up to... It, it was awesome. Chilling stuff. I mean, like, you listen to it, and, like, you get goosebumps. So. Um, okay, so, best scene from I any of the... All yeah. That's a tough one. For me, this one, uh, this shouldn't come as a total surprise, but my number one is Nurse Karen's Mustang side mirror Michael Myers reveal from 82, or from Halloween 2 in 81. Uh, My runners-up is Lori waiting outside Smith's Grove when Michael is being transported in 2018. I, I love that scene. I love it. And I'm telling you, probably 50, 50% of that scene that makes it is the score for me. Um, and my other runners up, uh, runner-up is when Sheriff Brackett, Brad Dorff, finds Annie's body in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. <laughs> okay. Right on. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right okay. or wrong, but that's just the way I feel about ah. it. Because uh-huh. those scenes are, I don't know, they're powerful to me. There's, there's a lot of emotion there, and I appreciate that. Connected with his emotional side of those scenes. Hey, yeah. sure did. Uh, I, when I'm looking for a best scene, man, it's got to be, shit's got to be going down big time in that scene. So I mean, it's got to be an important part of the movie. And for me, the best scene is on my first viewing of H2O, which is my second least favorite movie of the entire franchise. That end, the yeah. decapitation, best scene of the franchise for me. Cool, um, man. I hear you. I hear you. On, a, on initial viewing, you know. Yeah, Again, it was, yeah. After seeing it after Resurrection, I, I am so jaded on that movie because of what they, you know, turned yeah, sure. him into there. I was like, fuck this. Right. <laughs> I really liked what you did, and you just totally discarded it. Yep. Even more so than the Jamie Lloyd Part 4 ending, you know. Yeah. So. What about you, Lord? Um, it, it comes from uh, Halloween 2. Um, when he sticks her with the the scalpel in the back, man, that's that's awesome, dude. All right. I mean, this just shows brute strength. That's cool, you know, because it's all one handed, man. It's just it's if awesome, I, dude. I love it, man. If I had to give runner up, mine would be from two also, and that yeah. would be the scene where he goes through the glass at the end, where he just walks through it. Right on, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah that when is he does awesome, that, man. I'm like, they did a pretty good job filming that too. It looked legit. All right, so. Most annoying character. Easy. Most annoying character? Yes. You guys are both going to say Tina. I fucking know it. I don't have a doubt. (laughs) Tina Tina is my most annoying character, but uh, Freddie Harris, played by Buster Rhymes, is a close runner-up. He's a fucking close (laughs) second. I'll give you that. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm here. We're all three different, then. All right. I got Dr. Wynn from Halloween 6. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. He's pretty shitty. All right. (laughs) Okay, cool. Alright, so this was a uh, category that the King installed, and we'll let him take this one off, but most cringeworthy moment, and to clarify cringeworthy, we're not talking like something that's like brutal, where you're just like, oh, it's just, it's it's bad, it's awful. So It's, it's an arms crossed, head shaking. Yeah, like, what the what, fuck? Yeah, situation. exactly. Cringeworthy yeah. in that that meaning, yes. So what do you got, King? I got uh, Meyer standing guard of the baby Steven sacrifice <laughs> ceremony <laughs> in the producer's cut of Halloween 6. Bailiff! 
Take her away! Oh, rise! <laughs> yes. I, I threw my beer across the <laughs> Yes, there was... There was a serious problem happening. Uh, I was not pleased. Mine's when Buster Rhymes is downgrading uh, Michael Myers in that's, Resurrection. That's it's mine. just shit, dude. Really? It's just trash, man. It I is. just can't laugh and love him. No, no I can't. Because no. it doesn't belong in a fucking Michael Myers movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, neither did Michael Myers standing at a fucking I, baby oh, sack. I'm not, totally agree I'm with not you. disagreeing with you, but this is I, worse. I'm not down with I, I disagree with you. Yeah. Oh, if you think that. Yeah, Freddie Harris shit talking Michael Myers in Resurrection is my number one. And my runner-up is Shanks crying. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Shanks crying, man. I'm sorry. I just I, can't get over the fact that, you know, he talks shit to Michael Myers and then nothing happened. He just walks away like a little bitch. <laughs> it's shit, dude. All right, so this next category is favorite character that isn't Dr. Loomis, Michael Myers, or Laurie Strode. Gotcha. All right. Jamie Lloyd, Daniel Harris. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Cool. From both one five. Awesome. What about Jamie from... No, 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 no. No, I didn't say that. I said from one five. He was very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Not my Jamie Lloyd, for sure. For me, it's Sheriff Brackett, played by Charles Cyphers, and I have a tie for my runners-up, Rachel Carruthers, played by Ellie Cornell, and Dr. Dan Chalice, the mustache Tom Atkins. Yeah. My favorite is Dr. Chow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That is Dude, awesome. He's, he's so awesome, man. He You're really he really embraces the role. Maybe, yeah. So. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that concludes our uh, recap of the franchise, and we really hope you enjoyed that. We had a lot of fun doing this. We put a lot of time and effort, and um, it appears you guys really like what we're doing because yeah. – uh, the numbers don't lie, guys. Yeah, as of this moment, the Jamie Lloyd trilogy is just taking off. Yeah. And that's pretty impressive because that is a four-plus-hour episode, yeah. and that is our longest episode to date. Yeah. And uh, uh, thank you, Hitchhikers, so much from all three of us. Yes, that means totally. a lot. But uh, since it is Halloween, I have a couple of <laughs> questions that aren't related to the franchise, but I just want to ask you guys. I feel they're very fitting. Okay. Lord, what was your favorite Halloween costume that you wore when you were a kid? Uh, my mom made me a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles costume when I was a kid. Who, which one? I was Donatello. Cool. <laughs> and um, it was made it, like just stockings and it was... Um, she spray painted them green and everything, and I just wore green makeup and found uh, some purple clothing cloth and just cut some high holes and everything. And yeah, man, had a little bow staff. And it was badass. Awesome. Yeah. What about you, King? Oh, uh, I gotta say, it was when I got my first like rubber mask, like a grown-up mask that was in the. It was similar to a Michael Myers mask. It was it was a Kmart, you know. Five ninety nine grab when I was, you know, <laughs> living in the early nineties in rural West Virginia here. <laughs> Not rural, but anyway, it had a look similar to like an, a Halloween Five mask, or at okay. least in my mind it did. And one side of it was like kind of shredded and bloody, so it, it might have kind of blended in with what your Rob Zombie H two mask looked like huh, yeah. in that kind of fashion. 
Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find a picture of it. It probably doesn't look anything like Michael Myers' mask anybody else. But when I was a kid, I wanted a Michael Myers' mask, and they were not readily available on the market. Right. And this one, to me, was like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> you know? Yep. It kind of, like I said, it had that long kind of spiky hair, like the five mask. I don't know. It was a monster face, but somewhat human. Uh, that's it. I'll look up. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, you've been really good about posting that stuff. I, yeah. I love seeing that. It's really cool. I like that. For me, my favorite costume, uh, I it was it had to have been like 92, 93 time frame because that was when Terminator 2 came out, and that was like the biggest freaking movie in my oh, yeah. life at that time. So I wanted to be the Terminator. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, so well, you can obviously see there's a lot of practicality issues in early 1990s with this. So yeah. we went the face paint route where half my face was silver and around my eye we painted it red, spiked up my hair. I didn't have a leather jacket, so I wore a jean jacket. <laughs> and probably not a lot of people knew what I was, but I worked hard on it and I liked it. And that was my favorite Halloween costume as a kid. How did you say uh, trick or treat? Did you there trick, were there trick or treats. There were some. I want to go trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> Smell my feet. <laughs> if not, you're terminated. <laughs> no, but uh, and here's another one. When was the last time you were legitimately scared? Like, as an adult, like where you. You have logic, you have reason, you can be like, alright, this is, okay. But when was the last time you were, like, freaked out? Last time, yeah. I was driving to work early in the morning, like 5.30 in the morning, when I was working at the plastic factory, and, um... Okay. I was going down the, the exit, the off-ramp, and, um... Yeah, the exit and stuff, and it's, it's, it's big downhill... And my brakes go out in the car, and I, I start panicking. It, luckily, it was 5:30 in the morning, and there's very light traffic and shit where we were at. And um, so I swung it. I I drifted it. Why? I tried to get to my e-brake, and I couldn't get to it because I had a bunch of papers and shit. <laughs> and my brakes were just shot. They just went out completely as soon as I started going down that exit. And um, I swung her wide to the right. And I just, I hooked her in left until I, you know, and I, because if I would have just went straight, I would have went into the river, the Ohio River. Uh, so I, Dude, I, I hunt her and um, I, I maintained her. And then once I did that, I, I shuffled all that shit because it was just a straight shot at that point. And, um, you know, once I got off the exit and everything and um, did, did the turn, it got a little tipsy on the one side. But, um, yeah, and then... I uh, I had that e-brake in my hand the entire time, and I drove it that back to work and stuff, and, and I drove it home actually. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I I drove it home on on um on the highway and everything. So without brakes, I just I had an wow. e-brake. I'm telling you, like we've I think we've heard enough stories and just the short time we've been doing this podcast where I'm like how the fuck are you alive I know I know <laughs> dude that's not even yeah. between the skiing story the the, the boy <laughs> scout trip yeah I've had I mean, a lot of bad things happen dude but gee, I just overcame them overcame them man yeah. alright hey, what you doing? got king but I was scared of shit well, okay yeah. a couple years ago me and one of my friends uh, Zach 
we went to stay the night at the Moundsville prison. And oh, I had stayed yeah. the night in the Moundsville prison before, and I had a experience that was much like this before. Yeah, it's prison. Yeah, and it's nighttime, <laughs> and you're you're on a, a ghost hunt tour where you're left alone to just you know investigate on your own for the remainder of the night after they give you like a two hour tour from eleven to one. Yeah, you're on your own till six seven a.m. when they let you out. That's and, cool. Uh, I want to do that. It is cool. It gets it kind of drags on after a while, but uh, in this most recent encounter, this would be my most recent. We are going up to the second cell block. And it's just me and him. Uh, there's different people that you know did the tour, and they all just split up and went their own ways. And there was nobody in the section of the prison we were at. And we're going down the mezzanine on the second floor. Went through a a door that was like a it was a real heavy like hinge door. Mm-hmm. It was like a jail cell door, but you know it was just an opening door that you walk through to get into the cell block. And I went. Zach went first. He held the door for me, and as I walked through where he was holding the door, uh, I think I, I, I touched it for a second and, and held it as I went through and let go, and I didn't really pay attention. That door was so quiet. They must have just greased that thing today because I never heard it you know, shutting at all, but it yeah. went back shut on its own behind me, and it slammed. Right. And I about high-jumped over Zach's head. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I about shit my pants. Yeah, I did the I did the crazy girly scream, oh my God. you know, <laughs> running up on him, and I was embarrassed about it. But you know, at the same time, I mean, it legitimately scared the shit out of me. Oh yeah, so I didn't see it coming. Wow. Well, for me, um, it's interesting. I don't think I've told either of you guys this, but you guys were kind of there. This was kind of afterward when we did our Great Romero run. Uh, 2018. Yeah. Uh, dropped you guys off. Yeah. And as you know, the last place we were was at the Evans City Cemetery where the open of Night of the Living Dead was filmed. And I'm on my way home. Of course, it's late. It's dark. You know, in the van, there's front controls, there's rear controls to the air conditioner heater, right? Yeah. I'm the only one in the van. Driving home, all of a sudden, I hear and see on the little display there in the dashboard that the fan in the back has been cranked all the way up just on its own because it was on low. And I'm okay. like, well, what is going on here? So I turn it down low again, immediately goes right back up again. I'm like, what <laughs> is going on here? And this is like, you know, because from where you guys live to where I live, it's probably about a 20-minute, 20 25-minute yeah, drive depending upon, you know, traffic. And at this point, it, traffic was pretty light. So, I mean, there was... I, I can't remember exactly when it started, but... I, I knew for probably about the second half of this whole trip this was going on and uh, increased my feeling of dread, but this kept happening, kept happening, and I, I'd turn off, you know, the back controls on, cranking up again, cranking down, going, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then I'm thinking to myself, I brought something back from that fucking cemetery and it's in this fucking van <laughs> here now. <laughs> and guys, I'm not lying to you, I got fucking freaked out, like, the chills, yeah, hair standing up on end, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm just <laughs> like, it's like doing, I like it cold, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like thinking to myself, like I don't want to look in my rear view mirror very much, you know, mm-hmm. and and but I end up finding out after the fact from Janelle because it was her van that the rear controls, if you don't lock it, 
which I didn't realize there was a lock, it, it'll kind of get squirrely on you sometimes. Huh. So it was just a manufacturer's defect. Right. But in that moment, I was convinced we brought <laughs> something back from Evan oh, City Cemetery. True. Yeah, I really did. Like, we brought some unrested spirit that came back. Yep. That's awesome, man. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I tell oh, you, yeah. I could not wait to get it in the driveway and get the fuck out of the van. I hear you. Seriously. <laughs> and we were encroaching on some of the graves, reenacting scenes from that movie a little bit. Right. But, yeah, no, right. Not a little bit. Well, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. And, and that's what I mean. And that's I what the thing. Like, that we we pissed them off. Yeah. We caught them on a bad day. You know, I mean, they yeah. weren't they weren't in the mood for tourists. Hundreds <laughs> of people a year encroach on those yeah. graves too for a photo op because it's. Sacred. That's a movie we love. But yeah. that is the last time I was actually legitimately freaked out. Like, kind of scared. But the last one here, it does kind of tie back in here. Real quick, what do you guys want to see in the new Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends for these next two movies? What's one thing that you want to see in these movies? Well, um, I know that um, one of our hitchhikers. Shane Simonis, he he wants to see cameos from other actors, from other yeah. from the other movies um, outside of the new timeline. So, okay, I personally, when the final movie happens, I just want a definitive closing. You know, instead of leaving some open ended bullshit. You know, I I finally want. I I mean, I don't know. I guess it's killing the franchise, you know, saying, you know, no more Michael Myers, yeah. but I want him to end it properly, you know? Mm-hmm. He can't last forever, you know? Make it good. Make it, make it, go out, go out burning, you know? Okay. I'm, I'm with that thinking. Uh, I want to see a good, like, Avengers Infinity War endgame, you know, with these, with these next two, to where we're going to get a, a finale to this. Yeah. Uh, this section of the series. I mean, I want to be surprised too, and I want to, I want to be tickled at the ball region about some you know good kills <laughs> from the master himself <laughs> of my horror franchise. Yeah. And I don't mean a little peanut butter on the t- pickle tickle. <laughs> okay. I want some you know callbacks to my Warlock Myers too. You know, pay attention, James Jude. All I'm right. sure other people agree with me. Maybe. I'm definitely not at this table. But Just I don't mean, go too robotic. Yeah. You can go a little slower. I mean, he's got he's got some battle damage. I think he will be going slower. And while I'm picking my next adventure, give Dr. Chalice a call, you know? Bring yeah. him back for a minute. I want Big T. Atkins, the mustache himself. Oh, my God. At least to give us, like, a Stephen King-esque, Stan Lee, Easter egg insert into this new stories. Okay. Throws ass in a flyby scene, you know. Everyone will love it. Wouldn't that be awesome if like Michael Myers escaped in this new one, and like uh, city authorities found him and took him to the hospital, and Chalice was the one who fucking fixed him up. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be awesome. That. That'd be that, killer. He could be, he could be a passerby doctor in the hospital, even yeah, just yeah. you know, just throw him in there just for a, a nod. <laughs> He's like, hey, one of the doctors is like, hey, can you help me? He's like, no, nah, I gotta get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> For me, uh, I want that follow-up to the Charlie Bowles story. Huh? I do too. From the <laughs> uh, the cemetery keeper in the original, I want that. And to kind of piggyback what you were talking about there, Lord. Um, for me, 
I, I feel like in this timeline, we will get a definitive ending. But you cannot kill the boogeyman. I know. We will get another tangent in the future after Halloween ends. I, I firmly believe that. It'll be some time. I don't know. I mean, I, I could see it being 10 years. I, I, I could. Uh, I think we're going to get a passing of the torch here, too, from mother to daughter. I mean, that's kind of a unnecessary. I don't evil, know how I we're going to have to accept that. Yeah. We're going to have to accept that. Yeah. She's going to have to get a little more badass. So I need to see how it's going to be done. Because yeah. I feel just like with anything, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And there's way more wrong ways to go about it than there are right. I think in so, Halloween Kills, we'll see them, you know, have a little more camaraderie. They're going to be on the same page a little bit better. But one of our uh, yeah. hitchhikers, uh, Kirsty Chilton, she wants to see, she just wants to see Michael doing stuff and just slasher stuff, random stuff. Yeah. That's what she has to say. Get back she to just, the pure evilness. Of- just see some kills. Yeah. All right. There we go. And uh, one thing we want to do here is we kind of split up the list. We've had lots of uh, new likes and follows. We've had a lot more interactions here on the Facebook page and on Twitter. And, uh, you know, we thank all of you for, you know, your shares, your likes, your comments. We've enjoyed talking with some of you. And uh, we feel it's high time we recognize some of you. Oh, yeah. So, started off, uh, Giancarlo Nurko, Daniel Lewis, who uh, runs the Facebook group Halloween Movies, the official Halloween Movies group, Gina Dupuy, Cora Galepsi, Tara Dunn Shaw, Stacey Lee Moore, Amy Stoller, Miguel Lacero, and Ryan Edwards. Oh, yeah. We'll give a special shout out to Lynn Connolly, Lisa Courtney. Justin Ramsey, uh, Jeff Jones from Classic Plastics Toy Store, uh, Mike Forrest, Joe Bono, my man from VHS Rejects fan, fa- Facebook fan page. Oh yeah. Um, and the Simonises of Rebecca, Stephanie, and Shane. Thanks guys. We appreciate you guys' uh, interactions. Yep. I want to give a thank you to Mark Scott Burgess, John Irby, Annette Coop, Josh Lowe, who I've met and he's a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> Christy Pearsall went to school with her. Me and Matt both did. Oh, yeah. Ronnie Talbot, he was in my class, did a uh, Big Brother season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, what are you telling me about that? And Brianna Robinson, who we both know, went to school Oh, with. yeah. Known forever. And my best friend, K. Jason Link, <laughs> who I've still got a mandate scheduled to check out some uh, abandoned or, you know, no trespassing type creepy property shit. Yeah. All right. Which, if you didn't know what a mandate is, it's when two mutually curious but straight <laughs> men meet up at a disclosed location and participate in a same interest activity like ghost hunting in this case. Well, we got it. Thank we you for clarifying. Yeah, that's what it's a I'm sure K-Jason appreciates that, too. Yeah, man. He's a good dude. <laughs> All right, Hitchhikers, this concludes our review of Halloween from 2018, and we hope you not only enjoyed this particular review, but the entire This Is Halloween franchise. <sighs> Holy shit, 11 movies. Yep, we did Damn. it. We made it through. Breathe now. Yeah, we can actually kind of take a break for a moment. But uh, you can find us on Facebook at Nostalgia Highway Podcast. Be on the lookout for new announcements and updates. And make sure you also visit the King Art Facebook page that is linked to the NHP page where you can find a wide variety of amazing artwork from the King himself. 
You can also email the show at nostalgiahighwaypodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter. Username is at HighwayNHP. So there's all kinds of ways to reach us. So any input on older or newer episodes or any questions you'd have, we'd love to hear from you. So on behalf of the Lord Ketchum and Dave King of the Road, I am your host, the Mayor Matt Logston, and we thank you once again for hitching a ride along with us, and we'll catch you out next time on the highway. Happy Halloween, hitchhikers. Ow! Yeah, I'm done drawing Halloween drawings for a while. I hear you. I'm over Michael Myers. I'm tired of this Michael, Michael Myers, Myers bullshit. <laughs> I'm just still pissed that we had to watch Resurrection. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, you know what? We are the champions. We we don't have to do it anymore. Ever. <laughs> ever. 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 Never, ever. That's what ever. I said the last time. Let's though. do a blood pact. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. It's like an it. <laughs> Later, dudes. Later.